Uh oh. A little re recording of some yeah. sounds, huh? <laughs> <laughs> can I do. Uh, you can do Dil- fat boy. You can do that. <laughs> I want. I'm gonna need you to do Dillman. Make it look dangerous. Yeah. You gotta make it look. Make it look good. You gotta make it look dangerous. You gotta make it look deadly. And they love it. And they love it. <laughs> Episode uh, 101 feels like a bit of a rebirth here. You think so? Well, because I mean, we got the big announcement that we're now with all things comedy. Oh, yeah. if you I feel like I'm ready to retire. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel good. I feel strong. Uh, like I just a bull. Feel, it just feels like a new chapter. We're with all things yeah. comedy now. If you didn't we hear. Are. Uh, um, some of you were concerned. You said, is the show going to change? Not 1%, my friends. Well, at least not that we know of. <laughs> yeah. Most <laughs> people are like, you guys are going to have ads now? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah, not that we know of. So. Again, I don't, I don't the reason, reason we did it is, uh, you know, we do, we need help uh, in some areas. and uh, It's just good to be with a network, too. Yeah. Uh, we can have people help us promote stuff. We can also use their facilities. We have some things planned out for the future they have a video podcasting room and love to get the bush in there if yeah. we can ever find a working phone for them we might want to do a once a month live with bushman uh or do it in there whoever or anything yeah. you can go in there you can film stuff it, it's an interesting opportunity it's hard to be a vigilante when there's mafias out there operating together yeah we just want to be a hired hitman for yeah. somebody and you know we recorded a lot of people were taking us out to dinner a lot of the networks Saying, <laughs> how can we get David Door explosion made a run at us. They uh, got a call from Fran, offered a uh, diamond encrusted uh, wetsuits. We said we're good. Good inside joke there of door explosion, if you remember. If you don't, that's fine too. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Episode 101. By the way, last episode, uh, you referred to the beef soup at the very last buzzer beater second. I looked it up. That's the Salga Jinju Gomteng House of Beef Soup. Yeah, it's the House <laughs> of the Beef Soup. I don't know what makes their beef soup so much better than others. Basically, beef soup is just uh, broth. Yeah, and beef. And beef. Steak. Noodles? I don't think so. Maybe. You know, my thinking on that is it can only be so good. What about beef soup? Beef soup or beef stew? A beef soup? That's a whole nother genre. Beef stew really gives you the uh, the, the beefers. I want a beefer soup. That would be a different flavor. Yeah. I want to be beefer Sutherland. Have, we already, have I already coined the term night rippers? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Are you Jack the night ripper? Dude, I think I am. I think I had some <laughs> the other night that were just... I mean, I was literally... I woke myself up and then it went on for like another 15 seconds. It almost sounds like these are like night rivers. If you live in LA or anywhere that's had an earthquake, like when you wake up from like confused, yes. kind of scared. Was that me? <laughs> kind of amused. <laughs> people are looking out their windows, seeing if other people heard it. Fearing death. <laughs> uh, what, are yeah. the, what are these registering on the Richter? Dude, Richter the, farts. These were off the Richter scale. These were like if. Uh, that Yellowstone super volcano finally exploded. Okay, and that's that was the equivalent of this. There's no the, way. These are like these are uncharted territory. Your fiance is just doing a good job of not I opening she, her eyes. I think she blocks it out. She just rolls her eyes under her eyelids. It's just like just stay motionless. I mean, it was yeah. Because <laughs> I've heard. In hotel rooms, you have rippers that I was fearful the front desk might come up. <laughs> hey, we were on the 15th floor. <laughs> they thought there were explosions in the room. They thought it was a terrorist attack. You've been asked to fart into microphones to fake terrorist attacks yeah, in certain I areas. Yeah, uh, I was at, at a party and some people were getting ready to fight. 
And I started doing some night rippers that people thought people were shooting at them, so they took off. I remember you farted once in the middle of your set in front of like three people at the comedy store. It was just so well timed. That was when we went up together. Oh yeah, was it? Yeah, we were bombing. Oh yeah, I started. I laughed for like five minutes straight. And everybody, it it killed. It really. Hey, we're getting out of here. It really did kill. It was a good way to close it out. It's one of the best bits ever written. By far, the asshole's the greatest comedian of all time. A lot of people say made Richard Pryor. Some people say George Carlin. You know what I say? The asshole. Should have made top 50. I then some bad night terrors as well, really waking up. You think they go hand in hand with the Rippers? And my, I, had to, I had to hide the knife again on the other side Jesus. of the bed. I think so. it should probably permanently be over there. Yeah, you know what? I was fine for a while, though. I felt good. I felt safe, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a night-by-night basis where yeah. the knife is. <laughs> if it's a good night, or I at can least have put, it on my side. At least put another knife on your fiance's side in case it comes oh, down to a knife fight. A knife fight? She know. should be armed. <laughs> I, yeah, but you know what? I don't, why am I armed as well? Well, I'm saying when you have it on your side, I think she Oh, needs no, it. I just give it to her, though. No, but it sounds like when you feel confident, sometimes you may not be confident. <laughs> I might not be as confident. <laughs> yeah. It's, it sounds like a commercial for tampons. <laughs> well. <laughs> when you're feeling confident. Uh, just some, This is a couple cleanups because we had episode 100. I think these are from episode 98. Uh, we, we do bad are with- Are these retractions? We do bad with acronyms on here. DARE stumped us. It, uh, a lot of people wrote in, it's drug abuse resistance edu- education. It, Pets, doesn't, it doesn't roll off the tongue is the problem. Not at all. Pet Cemetery is spelled yeah, S-E-M-A-T-A-R-Y. They said it's because the kids wrote it on a sign. Oh, oh, that's right. It's like written in shitty yeah. handwriting. It was written in dog duty, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah, the dog that just dog died. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, dog shit. <laughs> One last shit for Rover. That's a book. Kid's book. <laughs> one stinky sign. I got, uh, oh, by the way, let's get into this. Another new chapter. Uh, Dan- you mean the fact that Fang Chow didn't get his uh, necessary number of people to sign off on him being on the podcast? How many did he get? So he never will be? How many did he get? I think he got like 40, oh no, how many, how many is he missing or how many did he get? I think he got like eight people out of 50. Really? So he needed 50 signatures. This is an ongoing saga. Yeah. I told him he'll never be on the podcast. What'd he say? I don't think, I can't see him handling that. Then he yelled at me, and you know what I said to him? He's aggressive. I go, it's this negativity is why he won't be on there. It's anger. What you should say is, thank you for your brutal honesty, Mr. (laughs) O'Neill. And he says, he said, Becky, you've humbled me, and I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you, Sensei. Jesus. This is like an abusive Miyagi. In a, hey, he stirs shit all the time. He likes to stir I see it. what he writes. I see his shit that he posts. He, 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 stir, he stirs the pot. Yeah, he loves I tell it. him. I tell him this isn't how you get into the good graces. He loves, he I've loves, warned him. He loves taking the jabs because he'll take a jab, then I'll take a harder jab at him, and then he'll wait, and then he'll take another jab at me. His jabs aren't connecting, and you throw no. a stiff uppercut to the jaw, yeah, <laughs> and you so. connect. <laughs> Uh, we're trying to get into this. We're trying to sell some merch, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yes. We got merch. Yes. We got merch. Well, we don't have merch yet. Not we, yet. We want to have merch. Here's uh, where we run into a bit of a conundrum. Yes. Uh, neither, neither of us are good drawers. We're not good at, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, d- <laughs> Drawing? Well, that and like uh, yeah, design. What is, uh, what yeah. Is, graphic we're not, design. We're not graphic designers. So we need, we're going to. If we were, we probably wouldn't be doing this podcast. And Barb left us. Barb had a lot of those tools. Barb knew how to do graphic design? <laughs> By the way, I have to read a letter, Barb wrote. It's a little long-winded, but I feel like that's we owe it. That's classic. We owe Barb one last yeah, statement. Letter, yeah. 
Uh, and I, I'm kind of offended that Barb never gave me like a farewell email after years of problem is is Barb service. is still sending me stories so I thought she was perpetuating a hoax just for attention but Barb said it's hard quitting cold turkey it's trying to wean herself <laughs> off <laughs> She's having Barb's trouble. not retired. That's what I said. Is, what is this? This is Floyd Mayweather retirement. And that's what I told she her. She's not retired. I said, Barb, I don't you, buy it. I just don't buy it. She needs to shit or get off the pot. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. She keeps shitting on the pot nonstop. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of shit. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's not leaving. Barb, I don't believe you. And you know what? Thanks for sending me an email, too, <laughs> through all these years. I think her argument could be sometimes you don't respond. So I have responded. Sometimes it goes back and forth forever. That's Barb's Someone's nature. Someone's got to pull the plug. It's Barb's nature. Yeah. So we want to uh, hold a bit of a logo design contest. We have yes. no logo. We need a logo for these shirts. We want it to be... We want it to be something that's simple, fan-friendly, not... You know, yeah. Is it funny to have a horse fucking somebody or somebody fucking a horse? It is. Absolutely. But can everyone wear that shirt comfortably? No, no they cannot. And that might be something we do down the road. Yeah. Right now, we don't want like us walking with uh, horse dick canes yeah. or nothing too extreme. Yeah, we want like a cool logo that says, "Oh, you know, Danish and O'Neill," or something that symbolizes the podcast. Yeah, maybe it's the letters D and O and something. I don't. We don't know yeah. what it is. We're we're trying to ask you, Matt Lynch. We're looking at you, please. Uh, and <laughs> no, this is. By the way, this is all in good fun. If you don't have time, please. You know, we're just we're we're throwing the we're casting the net wide to see what we get because we, we can know there's offer, a lot of talented people that listen to the podcast. We can offer a small. Prize. Uh, it's not going to make you rich yeah, by any pictures means. Pictures of uh, the Danish's dick and my balls. Yeah. And put it together. Yeah. It's the hybrid. But uh, yeah, if you have anything or you even have an idea, feel free to tweet us at Danish and O'Neill. And O'Neill's email, people always ask, even though we've said it on here a million times. We haven't said it in a while. Well, go ahead. Sometimes please. you get some new. Uh, it's O'Neill the ass kicker at yahoo.com. That's O'Neill, O N E I L L. The ass kicker at yahoo.com. Someone asked, is there an apostrophe in that? The no. answer is no. No. That guy said he sent you beef they... cannons. He did, and I'm going to get to that email. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. You got some beef cannon picks. Uh, some good ones. Big announcement. Well, let's do some quick tent talk before we get into anything. Okay. Oh, by the way, we already finished the. Yeah, so. Send them uh, if if you have Twitter or yeah, tweet, email. Email. Um, cool. Something cool. I mean, like it's simple. Simpler the better. Just something it's that like something you feel somebody could wear to a family barbecue and it would not offend anyone. But like you but also it arouses, go, hey, it arouses their yes. interest. They're it's like a hey, cool shirt. What's that? It's a podcast, huh? Yeah. So uh, yeah, send them in if you got them. Small reward probably, and uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> small reward. You might even get your own creative cursing guide sent to you that's true too not you ours might, we're gonna buy a new one well we, we may send yours and we'll get ours. how dare you one. no that's from alicia i'm <laughs> gonna send that that's true uh big announcement and this is gonna lead us into our first story uh twitter explode my twitter our twitter exploded with this story barb was on it but i mean <laughs> at this point i don't even know if we need to mention her <laughs> So uh, I checked Guy Fieri's website. Check it every now and then to see what's going on. <laughs> every now and again? You mean twice a day? Yeah, three times. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Masturbate to it a little bit. Who, who doesn't? November 3rd, Guy Fieri will be in Los Angeles. Doing what? Book signing. Where? We need to make an appearance. Where? Barnes and Nobles. 
Chevaliers books. Never Who heard the of. Fuck is that? Never heard of it. He will be there. Eleven three at five to seven p.m. And I. What's the What's the address? Is it Burt? Where is it? L.A. We'll see. We need to get put on flame shirts and really head there. By the way, I have a flame shirt, <laughs> and you can wear I it. the perfect Guy Fieri shirt. <laughs> you need to also, wear. Also, it. it's like ten sizes too big for me. Oh, dude, we are definitely going there. By the way, oh, it's Larchmont Village, not far from oh. the studio. Yeah. And, we, we and need, what book are we going to have him sign? Because I'm not bringing, I'm not buying one of his books. A Gary Keeler book from the library. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Do they carry Guy Fieri books at the library? Probably do. Oh, it's to have him sign a library book and then put it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to have him sign? I'm going to have him sign. Hey, can you sign it? Fuck you, Guy Fieri. I love Danish and O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have him sign my dick. By the way, this looks great on paper, but when we get yeah. there and see the D-bags in line, I guarantee you we're going to have second thoughts about standing in line for two hours. For At this the very asshole. least, can we do a Conan O'Brien, uh, the whatchamacallit dog, what's this, the thing's name? Uh, oh, Triumph, the yeah. insult comic dog? Where he, ins- where he interviews the Star Wars fans waiting in line. Can we at least interview some of these people? We could. I mean, just see what the, yeah. the kind of mock them without them knowing we're well, mocking them. What we could them. be is from the Guy Fieri fan club. And we just want to get, we're, we're, we, or we say we work for a guy, and we just want to get some sound bites of people that love him. What would you say to him? Yeah. Almost like a wedding tape. <laughs> That'd be great. That's what we should. <laughs> and we encourage any listeners, if you want to come out and make a mockery of this thing, feel free 11, of November 3rd. You know what we should do? Protest the bookstore across the street. Or like signs. signs. Guy yeah. Fieri sucks. No, like a to- real protest. It'd be great. With like, should we organize it? It could get publicity. Yeah, we might. Yeah, let's do it. If you're in LA, well, let's figure it out. We have till November. You have to RSVP, and we need at least like 30 people. We're going to need shirts. We're going to need signs. Signs. We're going to picket him coming to Los Angeles. I have a bullhorn. Because he takes credit, and he rips people off, and that will be our thing. Yes, we've got that. Get guy out of (laughs) here. By the way, I might have another one of those because I'm going back to Indiana to clean out a storage locker. And Steve O'Neill had a couple of those. <laughs> we, we need all the bullhorns we can get. We need to round it up, but on the other side of the street might be Burt Kreischer, pro-Guy Fieri protest. This leads me into a story, and I'm gonna, we're going to have to tweet Burt Kreischer. Burt, there's a big story about your boy. you got to face the facts. <laughs> This is from a site called Thrillist. Never heard of it. You never heard uh, of Thrillist? No. Occasionally they have some interesting things on there. So let's just get to the main event. This is an interview Guy did. And uh, so here's the question that led to this. The guy, and I, not not Guy Fieri, the the interviewer. The other just guy. I, I I I enjoy this interviewer getting in there at least with one hard hitting question. He digs deep with him. So Guy says, uh, so Guy, he asked Guy, the question he asks is, what's been the biggest change you've witnessed in the country over your years of travel? And Guy Fear gets into this thing of like, there's a food revolution, that's the term I'm using, blah, 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 all this horse shit. Then he shits on, uh, finally, people turned around and realized all the ill effects we're having with processed foods and fast foods. And it's like, dude, you promote horse shit. Let's all not- this fucking... Foods are dog shit. You have trash can nachos, my friend. They're covered in donkey sauce, a.k.a. aioli. That's what I'm getting to. So the interviewer says... Oh, wait. I th- 
Okay, go ahead. How do you reckon with the promotion of healthy eating and your personal brand known for a certain type of comfort food? Donkey sauce is a pillar of your business and isn't great for you. And so he gets in there. I like that. Yeah. This is hard-hitting food journalism right Old here. Old Fietti. You're stereotyping. If we called it aioli, does that make it sexier? It's aioli. So this motherfucker took something, tried to brand What's it as his ketchup? own. ketchup? What's he call ketchup? Dynamite sauce. No, he calls it like uh, bull tampons or something. I don't want it. Dude, this guy's a fucking fraud. He's using aioli, by the way, it's mayonnaise with fucking garlic. That's it. Yeah, and olive oil. And they go, and he puts a little mustard in it. But dude, this guy is selling this shit. This is his brand. And you're, it's stolen. You're a thief. Yeah, aioli is uh, is is as common as any sort of sauce that there is. Yeah, what's it? What's it's like it? calling fettuccine, like Alfredo sauce, calling it like uh, guy sauce. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, yeah, and he's like, he's, this is promoting himself through blatant theft. Yeah, but this is his whole career is theft. He, he steals lines. He fucking steals sauces. He fucking takes credit for the fucking basketball team winning. Liar, liar, liar. My Henry Rollins right there. Not great. <laughs> I thought it was him. Pretty yeah. good. <laughs> We're going to have to figure out some of these. i got to hear the soundboard. <laughs> you know what we need to do? We need to have... Bu- <laughs> we need to have Bushman come in and, and record do all of the sound bites. <laughs> that would take four hours. It would be worth it. It would be worth Four it. hours, though, for eternity's worth of it's soundboard true. bites. And then we wouldn't have to see him for like two years. And then he has, we'll, we'll type out the uh, Bobcat Goldthwait from, uh, from uh, One Crazy <laughs> Summer love to hear and do have that. him do it. It would take ten minutes on that one That's alone. That's fine. Uh, Fieri says, this goes back to the exact comment that I said in the beginning. It's about moderation. I called it donkey sauce because you have to make fun of it. What does that mean? Because <laughs> aioli is so hilarious. How you are you make making fun of it? <laughs> Why don't you, it's not calling it like fat boy sauce. You're not making fun of it. You stole it, and now you're trying to explain He's why you, it. you stole you, it. You, you took aioli and you exploited it's it. It's like us that. taking a movie, rewriting it. We called it. Uh, we called Caddyshack Golf Time. Yeah, because you got to make fun. Got to make fun of the fact that you're stealing, right? This guy's whole career is stolen, though. Theft. He stole the, the look from the guy from Smash Mouth. He steals the lines from Swingers. Then he steals aioli, which has just been around forever. I don't even know who that's from, like a caveman. He stole that. Johnny Garlic's probably some guy named Johnny Garlic that he knew growing up. <laughs> it's just all a hoax. You're a hoax, Vianney. Remember, Bert said he loved donkey sauce. Well, guess what, Bert? You really love aioli. Because that's what it is. This guy stole it. <laughs> I like how nobody could figure it out. <laughs> Everybody knew. Uh, he says it's a quintessential ingredient in so many aspects of food, yet probably not the most beneficial except for flavor. Probably the least beneficial, but it does have its place. All food has its place. Pepperoni pizza has its place. Part Pastries have their place. Croissants have their place. The thing is picking when, where, how, what, and why you eat them. I think if you're going to eat a croissant, you should eat a really great one. I don't know what you should eat. I don't know what, that you should eat the one that came packaged that was made three weeks ago in Schenectady and shipped in a... Hey, why is this guy shitting on Schenectady? To your store in California. Triple D gets misbranded all the time. Oh, you're that dude that eats the deep fried pizza, corn dog sandwiches. I'm like, 
everybody has their opinion on how they describe Star Wars. Dude, they, all this guy does is promote bad food. And he says, by no means are we a Star Wars, but everybody has their interpretations. If you really look at Triple D, and if you really go and investigate the shows and the style and how I do the shows, I'm a huge epic food fan. I'm a huge Scratch fan. Scratch made is super critical to me. When we get it to a place and they'll say, we're not making our soups and we're not making our dressings, and okay, you don't have to make all your buns. I'll give you that. I'm not the greatest baker, but these other pieces, it does make a difference. If the key ingredient in their pimento cheese sandwich is pimento cheese, then they better be making it. Does that solve the caloric intake, carb bomb situation? It doesn't. But in the same respects, if you're going to eat it, eat something really good. Don't waste your time on a frozen pizza. Which is you're just. But why doesn't this guy just own up to it and be like, you promote shit? Hey, yeah. Guess what? If it's people's option, he goes, yeah, don't act like you're a health food fucking channel. You're not. Dude, are you kidding me? This guy's show is all about excess. He drives, he shows up in his fucking Lamborghini. He's wearing flame shirts. He's got hydrox or what is it, hydrogen peroxide in his fucking hair. Yeah, like this it, guy is not like it's and like him. A, and he's a, a hefty guy. He's not promoting. Might as well sell yourself as quantity. a fucking philosoper and like and, an astronomer. And You're everywhere not. they go, every plate they show is like a three or four pound fucking meal. And all he says is how great anything is. He offers no criticism whatsoever. This is great. That's yeah. it. So what is I wish you would just, just say I up do, to it. I do shit and I get paid well to do it. That's yeah. all. Yeah. He goes, I'm not here. I'm not here to fucking be your nanny. I'm not here to fucking determine how much you eat. I just show you great places to eat. If you want to stuff your face, then go for it, you fuck. You're pulling the wool over your own eyes because none of us believe it, Fietti. You can say all this shit you want. It's not true. And that's your own guilty conscience, but that you got to deal with that. We're going to protest him, dude, because he's promoting fat food. The fatification. <laughs> Stop the fatification. <laughs> Triple D, diabetes, d- death, d- dingus, dysfunction, and death. death. <laughs> Dismembering what are, toes. What are it? It's diabetes, death, and what's the Decay. third? Decay. Well, yeah, is there, another, is there another like food related or some sort of illness that you can go? Deep throating hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Diphtheria. Deep fried Diabetes. Deep fried dog shit. <laughs> yeah, deep fried dog shit and diabetes. That hurts, guys. That's what we should. That should be our stance. <laughs> we have to do it. It'll get, it'll, it'll probably be a good promo, promo for it. It'll get to him. Oh, yeah. Because, no, dude, if you would have... Literally, I don't get why, guys... You know why? Dude, Bill Burr is the greatest guy of doing this where he goes... He's also yeah. our new, one of our new bosses. He is. And he, he <laughs> we just, have to say this. He just owns up to everything. O'Neal's, no, no, but I've always reading said a promo. <laughs> <laughs> we get paid $20. Bill, if you're listening, love to do that Monday morning podcast. <laughs> Dude, he always owns up to what he goes, yeah, I said it, who cares? Yeah, I fucking believe that. Who gives a shit? And they yeah. leave him alone. I think unless you make a huge mistake, you know, like a Paula Dean that's like crazily over the line, oh, Jesus. you and retract. She, she almost didn't, she kind of didn't even apologize. But if you're for a that. comedian and you say outlandish shit, then yeah, that's it what was, you do. That's, that's your brand. Right. He's not a comedian. No, I'm, not, I'm saying though in general, like on the Bill Burr thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Fietti, it's like own your brand. You made this brand. And it's like, yeah. you can't backtrack on it now. You've made millions of dollars well, on So what it. do you think? People are going to stop buying it? They know what they're getting. You think that they're looking at the dog shit that you're serving and, and being like, oh, this is great for me. And you've eaten at like five triple D joints and you say they're all like marginal. So yeah. don't say like they're all fucking great. 50% of them have given me diarrhea. And make it, that could be one of the D's. <laughs> diarrhea, <laughs> diabetes, and death. <laughs> triple D. That is, the, that is the third D. That could be a t-shirt as well. 
Yeah. One of the edgier ones that come later down the line. <laughs> <laughs> For the real hardcores. <laughs> the, uh, the first answer, I'm not going to read this whole interview. It's a lot of it's just bullshit. Uh, but the first question is, you're about to go on a road trip. A trip? A trip's like saying that the astronauts took a flight. I don't know what Columbus felt like, but this is getting crazy right now. It's going to be a great trip, but it's a lot more moving Wait, parts. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's back up for a second. He's going, they're doing a Guy Fieri takes the country yeah. by storm but with his family. It, and, he's equating it to going to the moon. Oh, yeah. This guy's fucking. <laughs> he's got the whole family in an RV. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to squirt some aioli on my wife's titty. It's not aioli. It's yeah. donkey sauce. Got to have fun with it. <laughs> We're going to put the donkey sauce and Hunter's going to lick it off. We got an actual donkey, and I'm milking it to produce real donkey sauce. We've somehow manufactured it. This is electronic donkey that jizzes donkey sauce, which is really aioli, into a bucket, and then we serve it in my restaurant. By the way, if, if anyone out there, ourselves included, can get a picture with this obnoxious RV that I'm sure they're going to fucking put with his face on it and all sorts of horse shit, if you can get a picture with it or like doing anything bad to it. Put your titties against the glass. Allegedly. No. Hey, you can't say that. Well, you can't tell people that do that take a picture i said yeah, okay. <laughs> let's strike it from the record that comment barbara gave me and she's in the room uh, that comment is stricken from the if record you could just get a picture, picture of them driving by your house yeah great. that's all we want uh we should do this protest you know we have a lot of la listeners i don't know how motivated they are to come out but if they are if we could get at least like 20 people it would really cause a stir yeah signs It'd be great you could take pictures yeah social media triple d death <laughs> diarrhea diabetes <laughs> so uh back to his stupid trip uh diners triple d is normal that doesn't get to me my family and i are getting ready to drive across country from here in norcal to miami in an rv 21 year old and 11 year old my wife and myself and a crew of 15 people filming us tailing behind us <laughs> as we go on people. every adventure what the fuck upside down and around as you can do i've always been a big fan of chevy chase and vacation which hurts cause that's a good movie I've always made this joke that we were going to take a cross-country tip. We leave tomorrow at like 9 a.m. I anticipate the same degree of jocularities, except for Aunt Edna. Ooh, guy, really getting that humor. Wait, so how, how action-packed could this fucking trip actually be? Dude, what do you got? Guy, yeah, Hunter, yeah. Ryder, and Betty, whatever the fuck his wife's name? Sounds terrible. It sounds yeah. like the lamest. We're going to just drive around in an RV with 15 people filming us. So everything you do, you'll have to do like three or four times so that they can capture it on camera. His wife's name's Lori. Dude, he may be titty fucking while the kids are sleeping. He's a real wild guy, man. Dude, you know he's getting a matching tattoo with uh, Hunter. I picture Hulk Hogan fucking his wife. He seems Maybe. like that kind of guy. He like could. a cuckold. Seems like they would be friends, the two of them. Yeah. What's up, brother? Oh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> Hulkamania. Ah, <laughs> uh, so there was that interview. Guy Fieri in closing is a fuck. By the way, Joshua and Big Cat were the first on that uh to get me that, but I got it a lot. But I appreciate guys saying that you probably got this a million times, but hey, you never know, and they send it in. Yeah. That's, I, that's, that's some emails uh, revealing the, the donkey sauce uh, mystery. What a fraud. What a fucking fraud. Guy's a, he's a cool guy. The, uh, let's move on here to, uh, this is topical for us. You know what? That would be, I'm still thinking about this protest. It's going to be great. Whereas I, I'm a victim of the triple D curse. We we know some people we can bring out. Yeah, I have one in particular. For 
Oh, that also suffered from the I'm part? saying somebody who ate the Guy Fieri diet. And it's like, look what it turned me into. Oh, yeah. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I don't real. know. It's kind of hard to approach someone yeah, with that. Yeah, that might be. Mm, that's it's gonna be a little, it's like, hey, you want to come out here? <laughs> be I a victim? Know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the protest, 11-3, 5 to 7 p.m., Larchmont Village. See 5 to there. 7 p.m.? Yeah. Yeah, clear we, your calendar. Do we have to register with the police to say we're protesting? I don't we know. Should really look we'll into it. We'll have to it. inquire about that. But that'll be. If great. There's any lawyers out there? Let us know. And if anybody else is, uh, if anyone else is eating at a Triple D restaurant and want us to, and gotten sick or have a horror story they want to share, I'll read it out loud on a on a speaker. This is from so-and-so who ate in one of your restaurants that you visited and you hailed. We should set up a podium out there. We're getting a little crazy. <laughs> I like it. We just needed some speakers and a microphone and a, maybe a bull or just a bullhorn. That, that area, by the way, is very classy. Cops will be there probably within 30 well, So minutes. I think you could say that you're going to protest. Okay. We, you, you have the legal right to protest things. We'll but we need some horror stories. And if the news shows up... And then we tell them the horror stories of what happened this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, next story uh, relates to us, but it'll mean just kind of an inside thing. I won't even say why. It's from Hieronymus Lush. He's two for two in the last two weeks. This guy's on fire. Stepping up in Barb's Hieronymus. What kind of nationality is Hieronymus? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say Belgian could be it's from daily mail he's he's working the daily mail beat you need someone there yeah of course this is uh this is a couple uh interesting couple of interesting people uh fetish model leah is 20 what's her fetish uh we'll get to that tarot reader tim's 31 wait tarot reader fetish girl oh, tarot, tarot reader tarot, tim tarot reader trt jesus Both. that is profession i is believe the hobby i believe it's profession <laughs> How do you fucking? I always wonder. How do these fucking places? I mean, the ones in L.A. are like they're fronts for like Armenian mafia shit. But yeah. what the fuck? Does yeah, this guy well, tarot card. As I get him? into it, you'll understand okay. a little more. They're both from Austin, Texas. Sorry, Austin. Good place. Uh, they met at um, a vampire festival. Of course. And their passionate connection to darkness quickly developed into a blood sucking relationship. <laughs> Do they get AIDS tested? Real life vampires? They're not real. I got news for you. You're not real. Because vampires don't exist, motherfuckers. You're not real life. Don't call yourself real life vampires. You're just a couple of freaky fucks who like to suck each other's blood. And you're going to get sick, by the way. You're going to get real fucking sick. You know that? They call themselves the Count and Countess of House Van Dorn. No idea what that is. You know means. what? I'm the, I'm the fucking Count of House Van Dorn, you motherfuckers. You are, they take I it, am. They're taking your title? Yeah. Really? I'm going to retaliate. They regularly engage in the act, uh, blood-sucking the bedroom, and say that sucking blood is literally a sensation like no other. Yeah, it tastes like rusty fucking water, and it's going to make you sick. You'll throw Here up. Here they are. There's Taro reading Tim, and oh, there's she, Leah, 20. She's pretty hot. She's 20 years old. <laughs> it's not, not, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, she's, she's, young. She, yeah, she's hot, though. There she is. Uh, here he is with his tats, and she's mimicking biting. He looks like Dave Navarro. But like be, uh, beefed up. Yeah. Uh, Looks like Dave Navarro on a Guy Fieri diet. There she is. She has cut his arm. She has fangs uh, implanted in her mouth. What the fuck? Do they mention AIDS tests? Yeah. Do they mention hepatitis? You really got to get tested for a lot of shit. (laughs) 
So what? What's uh, weird to me is if you're going to call yourself a real vampire, don't go out in the day. Well, that and they regularly cut each other's skins with razors. So it's like you're pussy. not even you're not even biting. Yeah, pussy, 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 <laughs> they're, pussy. They're cutters. Yeah, you got to bite it. Bite it, bitch. <laughs> you're a real life vampire. You bite it. You know, razor you got fucking it. fangs. This isn't pro wrestling. You're not getting juice, yeah. as they call it. Hey, you guys are fake. Fake vampires. Then they don't even suck it right from the source. They use syringes to get the blood out. Oh, this what? is weak. Totally weak. They drink Why don't it- you just go buy blood from a blood bank, you pussies? They drink it from a goblet or, the- or they do suck it from <laughs> the wound. But if you're real, you bite it and you go right to the you wound. You go right from the source. You Come get it on. hot and fresh right out of the body. This is, this is bullshit. Yeah, dude. Imitation. Imitation. This is the donkey Let's sauce go. of vampires. Let's find out where they live and protest in front of their house. <laughs> Tim says, when I feed via blood, it is just as good as sex because as I feel this rush of life, their essence, their energy is coming into myself. And I'm taking it in and I feel empowered. This guy hasn't fucked right. <laughs> He's thinking drinking blood is better than sex. This guy needs to go out and do some fucking. He needs to fuck harder and better. Yeah. And longer. Yeah. I'm going to fuck you long. I'm going to fuck you hard. <laughs> Without blood play. He said, I feel the person I'm feeding from on a whole different level in a totally different way than I could with words. Hey, Le- Leah agrees. How, wait, how much? There is a point that uh, if you drink a certain amount of blood, you'll end up just throwing up. You Your body blood. can only handle so much blood For, being digested. I don't know how much it is. I wonder if you piss and shit it out. As blood. The blood? Yeah. If it comes, I think uh, it probably just digests. Like you're just pissing out like it's like coagulating. You're like, oh, it hurts. <laughs> Lee agrees. I actually prefer drinking blood to having sex. Oh, this sounds like a great relationship. These two guys, what are they going to just fucking drink blood and then pass out? That's it. Dude, you guys aren't even fucking. And they're only 31 and 20. Jesus Christ. She said your whole life ahead of you. She said you're taking the essence of a person. No, you're not. And that to me is ecstasy. There is no better feeling. Does she come? Does he come? I mean, I guess if they're having sex, it doesn't sound like from the no, blood. No, no, I mean from the blood. Like, you still aren't releasing anything from the body. Know. Uh, she said, we are kind of like sharks once we get going. No, you're not like sharks Dude, at all. That sharks mu- kill people. That must fucking suck. You get a razor blade across your arm, I'd be like, yeah. I'm not. When you're going to be scarred all over. Yeah. Unless they recut the same thing over and over. She I, said, I, what do you think this guy ever is like? You think because she's hot and he's kind of a doofus that... He just like goes along with it. He's like, hey, maybe we could do some fucking after we're he just put in the drinking fake, this He blood. just put in the fake teeth with that 20-year-old vampire tang? Yeah. Maybe. Could be. He said it's a sex, or she said it's a sexual experience. We often draw blood in the bedroom. Vampires are highly sexualized creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you're not vampires, you fucking assholes. <laughs> you're not vampires. You're not, you're fucking people. She, you're fucking human beings. You can't just call yourself something. And she says the ultimate millennial comment, and having sex literally gets the blood pumping. Oh, real, oh thank you, scientist. <laughs> way, to crack the, way to crack the case, Columbo. Want to, want to tell us about global warmings? You sound like you got a lot yeah, of knowledge. Fucking Count Chocula over here, really fucking dropping some knowledge on us. The real life vampires. Yeah, I'm a real life unicorn. Are you? Yeah. I didn't even know that. And look at my dick, it's spiraled. Jesus. That's wonder why you're ramming your dick into everything. Yeah. Shortly after the uh, blood lovers met, they quickly became a couple. Within weeks, the feverish pair had agreed to introduce blood sucking into the romance. Leah explains that they were already practicing vampirism before they met and believe they sensed each other. I bet their parents are proud of them. They Look sensed each other. You know what do you think your parents are like? 
They're, they're probably yeah. not normal people, but if they were, they're yeah, like, It's a good thing we paid for fuck? Tim to go to college so yeah. he could put in fangs and become a terror reader fuck? and lick some girl's blood. They're like, how's the relationship going? Well, we're really fucking sucking each other's blood all the time. They're like, I hate you, fucking asshole. Tim, need you to mow the lawn. Dad, the sun's out. I am a real-life vampire. <laughs> I'm going to cool. die. <laughs> Tim, you haven't been to school. Yeah, I need to go to night class, Dad. Dad, I'm a fucking vampire. You're a fucking loser. He's like, you live in my basement. Fuck you. I'm a human. Your mother's a human. You're a fucking human piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how two humans gave birth to dog shit. By the way, TLC, if you're listening, this, this is a great couple that dude, probably deserves to show. TLC needs like a porno channel where it's just like freaks like where this. Where we run it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then they could show the Duggars, uh, like the night footage of the Duggars no. molesting the kids no, and stuff. Boy. Allegedly. <laughs> I think it might have been proven. He said uh, they sensed each other, which I don't know if you heard. That they sensed <laughs> you didn't sense anything. You they sensed each other's powers, man. You don't have any powers. You have the same powers as all of us. <laughs> you know like, who's got magical powers? The guy who can like tightrope walk. That guy's got magical powers. Wait, you ever seen those guys? I heard it went like this. Is that a clear blood syringe hanging around your neck with blood in it? <laughs> Are you a vampire? Wait Me a second. <laughs> your shirt says, I'm a vampire. I like to suck fucking blood and cock. You're wearing a shirt that said, ask me about how I suck blood. Are you a vampire? Well, you have a razor blade hanging from there. It says, let me cut you and I'll suck your blood. Are you, you don't you're not a... into vampirism, are you? Oh, you are. Interesting. I had no idea. <laughs> one of them, one of these idiots said, there's a connection to darkness and a vampiric vibe that draws us to one another. No, there's not. You guys are just the only assholes in this one house. With all these other fucking fake vampires that are sucking each other's blood. Here's the worst part of the story. Uh, now the pair who care for Tim's three-year-old son. Oh, fuck! Yeah. Dude, not, are you serious? Not good. What? Where's the... How fucked up she, is the she must mother? Be, must She's be either dead? Prison. Gotta be in prison. Yeah, because there's no way that a court would give this freak <laughs> the fucking custody of a three-year-old. Two. Oh, two uh, three, three. His name's Daedric. Uh, they're planning to get married in a vampire-themed wedding ceremony next year. Uh, if any of their family goes, it'd be... Dude, my, my dream is always like... If I, if I, Tim, by the way, the chest-up shots of him are a little, Jesus a little more flattering. What the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> For some reason, Tim has no shirt on in all the press photos. My dream would be like if I was born with a trust fund, that I would just spend like a year infiltrating these assholes. Well, like pretending to be one yeah. or just interviewing them? And then just collect all this audio footage. But you'd have to suck blood. They're like, you're a cop. It'd be like smoking the crack. Yeah, like, the yeah suck. They, so they didn't mention anything about AIDS tests or so anything. Al- although they acknowledge that their actions can lead to blood diseases, including hepatitis and HIV, Leah and Tim insist that they're squeaky clean and get tested every couple of months. Why do we have to get tested every couple of months? Which they, they describe are? as a bonding experience. Uh, because they still suck others' bloods. This blood. is the craziest. But they try to keep it Dude, safe. Of all things, to suck a stranger's blood i wouldn't even suck my fiance's blood if it would save her life i don't want if fucking- she's listening i'm sorry you had to hear it like that <laughs> no man, i it depends how much <laughs> not a lot of it like i would just like a dab fine but can you imagine how gross is somebody else's fucking blood just some stranger it like it's up there with like eating shit. It's not good. It's I mean, it's it's, it's tough to swallow, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tim can... says blood feeding does tend to make people a little bit uncomfortable. That well, seems to be an understatement. Yeah, wow. Because you know they're afraid of being of being scarred, or they're afraid of some transmitted disease, and it's completely understandable given how some people can be very reckless with that. 
That's why we predominantly feed on each other and keep it behind closed doors. Leah adds, we go and get tested for diseases together, and it's almost like a bonding experience. Yeah, they said that. I feel like it strengthens our relationship. It's like, oh, do we have AIDS? Let's go find out together. Yeah, and then if we do, we'll just keep drinking each other's AIDS blood. If they engage in vampirism with other partners outside of the relationship, they take precautions to make sure what? the, the person's take, sanitary. How you take precautions? If they're unable to provide documentation, and I do feed for oh, them. How, this is how romantic. Hey, what, what sort of vampire does this? Hey, pal. You uh, got an AIDS test on you right now? Because I want to suck one. your fucking blood. A fake one, because yeah. a real one would live through yeah. that AIDS. Because AIDS doesn't affect real vampires, you pussy imitators. You fucking posers. But what's weird is it says, if they're unable to provide the documentation, you feel like, then I won't do it. But then it says, and I do feed from them. The next week, I make sure I get tested right away. So it's like, yeah, I could have AIDS, but I'm going to find out quick. Dude. <laughs> They it, said, do we you, haven't any problems so far. <laughs> great attitude, you yeah, idiots. <laughs> it's great. So, Magic Johnson hadn't had any problems until he had a huge problem. Easy E. He was fine yeah, for until a Until he had a problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, the best part of this is that these fucking assholes are literally doing the most dangerous thing that you could do in your life. Fucking without a condom is one thing, but you're literally sucking down someone's fresh blood, which is like that is that is the probably, fucking, I'd say the easiest way to get AIDS, the absolute easiest way to get everything. Yeah, or everything, shit, shit, body, like shit, blood, or cum. It's like yeah, the holy probably trinity. blood is the worst. And if you mix the three, that's probably the, like the craziest because if, if you put it in the fucking blood, yeah. uh, uh, blood is the, about the only thing. That is the surefire guarantee you're going to fucking get something. If you went into a doctor and you said this, they'd probably slap you in the face. <laughs> it's, I don't want you to come here anymore. Yeah, like, get Go out. Go to another Get doctor. out, and here's your money back. I don't even want it. Yeah. To engage in re- this behavior is ridiculous. Tim's a divorcee. Uh, he- I, something's, th- yeah, this wife, or the, the lady that owns this. Well, you know, unless he has custody. Does he have full-time custody of this kid? It's, it sounds like. He, when they met, he offered to read Leah's tarot, but neither were expecting to see the other in their future. Is that what this guy does for a living? He's a tarot card reader because his parents have to be even more, even prouder. Look at his, uh, look at his gear. Look at this uh, fucking beautiful jacket he has on. Looks like what is that velvet? <laughs> oh my god, this fucking chick! What a waste. Leah explains that uh, she wasn't looking for anything serious at the time. Felt an instant connection during the reading that she claims almost made her cry. I got. She's twenty. This is such a mistake, dude. She but, may she may phase out of the vampire well, crowd. This, this guy is definitely gonna stick with it. This chick, two years from now, she could be into fucking My Little Pony. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're twenty. Like, this you know dude, what you like? She's not getting this marriage. Obviously, will not last. She's gonna look back on this time in her life and be like, "What a fucking idiot I was." Good thing it's documented here forever. Yeah, and this guy's thirty-one. He'll probably stick with it through his forties. True millennials. After becoming friends on Facebook, she adds that for them it was lust at first sight. How do you lust? So they're planning the wedding, as they said. Daily Mail. Uh, a lot of repetition here for some reason. In Daily Mail. Well, they have. They want to make sure you get everything. Leah says we definitely want to incorporate vampirism into our wedding. It's our way of life. We plan to incorporate our vampiric beliefs into the vows, and there will definitely be some vampires in the congregation. I know, but wait. How do you? Uh, how is that a lifestyle? So basically, you drink blood. How much does that take up of your day? Here's Leah with one of her boobies. Uh, Whoa, showing. She's yeah. holding what looks to be a cow skull. What is that? A devil? The fuck is she know. holding? This doesn't seem like that. Doesn't seem like vampirism. Also, like so. So, how does this of a lifestyle? What does it entail? Uh, I guess just the razors and the blood yeah, sucking. Yeah, but that. Well, how often do you do that? Like they couple, sleep couple upside times down on uh, those. Yeah, we're gonna fucking get an aneurysm. <laughs> okay. 
They uh, plan to be open with Tim's son about their vampirism. Welcome him oh. into the coven should he choose to follow the oh, same yeah. I, wait, path. I, I'm sure he's going to at fucking... You've already fucked him up. He's already going to join because he sees you assholes doing it. You're like, oh, well, it's up to him if he wants to do it. Shocking that yeah. he's in it, but I hope he rebels and he's like, you know what? Fuck I hope he me. kills him with stakes in the heart. When he's about like 10 years old, he's oh, like, thought, fuck you guys. you meant arsenic like in a steak. <laughs> no, it's just a steak. He's like, you're real vampires. I'm going to kill you. Leah says, we won't force anything. By the way, she's 20 and making decisions like a mother. We won't force anything on Daedric, but we are open with our lifestyle. And if he decides to follow in our footsteps, of course we'll support him. But we feel that it's something that the vampire has to discover for themselves. <laughs> so you're already saying he's a vampire. He's a human. Yeah. He doesn't have a choice here. Is it like a bar mitzvah where you become well, a vampire? So wait, you're going to bring this guy to all your functions and do all this shit. And then, hey, you can decide. Yeah, it's up to you. It's like the Amish. Yeah, you have to Get come with here. us everywhere we go. But this is your is choice. Is there uh, the equivalent of a uh, the rum spring for vampires? I hope so. I, I doubt it. <laughs> what does that entail? Not drinking blood? Yeah, living a normal <laughs> life and then going back to it. Also, by the way, please, if they give this kid fucking blood, it, it, that's sh- criminal. They should be arrested. Yeah, they should be arrested. Put in vampire jails. <laughs> yeah. Transylvania prison. Yeah, in a, in a coffin, 12, 12, <laughs> 23 hours a day. Although their family and friends uh, are accepting of their lifestyle, shame on your family no, and friends. Yeah. Your family should shame you. I think not all And shun you. They both say that they do come up against some misconceptions. They don't like the vampire stereotypes. <laughs> What's a stereotype for a vampire? Leah says, I feel like I come alive at night, but we aren't allergic to sunlight. I'm partial to garlic, and we definitely don't sleep in coffins. So, guys, stop with these allegations. This is discrimination. <laughs> these people are mentally ill. Also, <laughs> she's like, stop. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're not real. Real vampires are allergic to sun. They sleep in coffins, and they hate garlic. You fucking assholes. You're just a bunch of freaks. She's trying, she's trying to say, don't believe what you see in the movies. Yeah, we're the real vampires. No, you're not. You're not a real vampire. <laughs> she loves garlic. She loves Johnny garlic. Are they saving up money to move to Transylvania? I hope. For Daedric's <laughs> sake, the three-year-old who's well, fucked. <laughs> uh, many people see our lives as controversial, but it's as natural as breathing to us. I can't see myself ever moving away from vampirism. It's not for everyone, but it's who we are. How bad do you, are they? What happened in their lives where they need to be this different? Where they're like, we need to do something so extreme so that people notice us and give us attention that we should start drinking each other's blood. I think uh, they watched Bram Stoker's Dracula <laughs> on the loop for like a day and it ruined them. I wouldn't mind getting a Bram Stoker from this chick. <laughs> I would. She'd bite you. That's fine. You want to get razor bladed? You want to get bladed? <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, right. I'll do the block, dude. I'll do a Dillman Chi block. That's a good point. Yeah, so... And then you throw the razor, and you. I hate when people take in a uh, movie trope or a book, a novelization, and then they. There's no facts. There's no. There's nothing. There's, there's no basis for this in reality, but they take it. It's like walking around saying we're Frankenstein's. We're this fucking monsters. That's welcome to 2017. Where dude, there's a thing. Yeah, well, someone can we sent please me? go back to 1996? You can be an age kin where you associate as like a 180 year old man. And there's uh there's something I I don't know if, I, to me it seemed fake because it was too a little too like jokey. It's a was picture it of a guy who looks like a wizard. No, but he's like the other day my dad tried giving me some life advice and I just looked at him and I was <laughs> like 
Dad, I'm a hundred. Like, and he's like, it's in my mind, joke. I'm like, I'm 180 years old, my son, and I can't believe like you. The world is. Like, gotten- he's like, it was cute how he was trying to offer me like advice. <laughs> it's pretty funny if it was a joke, but it also is very believable at the same time. So I don't know, but it, we, it's hard to tell from fact from fiction these days because it's because uh, in, in you're we're forced to like, oh no, they're vampires. We need to accept it. Why? I don't have to accept it. It's insane. I don't have to accept anything. And there's a child involved. It's not good. If you want to be fucking. You want to be these disgusting vampire fucks? Then you do it on your own time. You give that kid back to its mother. If she's alive and not in prison. Yeah. Or and if she's not the, guardian or adoption. Yeah, grandmother. Adoption. Yeah, uh, or, yeah, I don't know. But, well, sell it. Yeah. Sell the child on Craigslist. Sure. You may want to check the car facts, the kid facts, though. Yeah, how many this owners? Kid, this kid's damaged. Got some accidents. <laughs> this kid's had some flood damage. <laughs> how can you expose a kid to this sort of fucking weird... By the way, this at kid's three. probably having terror, like night terrors because their house looks like a goddamn dungeon. It looks like a medieval castle. Looks like a you haunted that, house. You think a kid a wants day. to walk around with fucking cow skulls hanging from the wall? No. By, by the way, he invites any friends from class. They're like, fuck this kid. Dude, you... Uh, do you remember uh, what's her name's house? Cat uh, Von D. Yeah, yeah. It looked like a medieval castle inside. We didn't hang out with her, just to no, be clear. We, we used to just go in there. We sometimes. delivered f- food there, and uh, even by, that was scary. By the way, Dead Mouse not the best tipper. Just uh, throwing that a out. Little there. FYI, just throwing that out there. Yeah. He can buy he can buy great heads to wear on stage. Uh, does yeah. not like spending money on tips. No. Zero money actually. Yeah. But yeah, she had a lot of stuff. She had these crazy candles, and that's actually how her shop got caught on fire from the candles. I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, her whole house was decorated, and it was very. It um, looked really cool. By the way, she's super nice. Oh, nothing bad to say. Really great tipper and nice person. Really, always ask about like how your night, how you doing. Yeah, make conversation. Would even she would even talk about her day. Yeah, like how's everything going? Like, but cool. uh, her house was cool, very, very gothic. But I would not want to live there because you I would be right, terrified. There's like stuffed coyotes, and you're like, is that? A f-? And then you're like, oh, it's a fucking stuffed yeah. coyote. And everything looks like a medieval castle. It looks very Dracula esque. Yeah, which cool to visit, terrifying to live there, especially if you're like a sleepwalker or you know, it's just this is like a lot in the shadows going yeah. on, or a coyote fucker. Yeah, you're gonna be fucking those coyotes. Yeah, you are nonstop. You're gonna be restuffing them. This is from Vice News. There's a real-life hero out there who needs to be celebrated. Well, let's celebrate him. Uh, This is a Chinese mixed martial artist. I think now he's mainly an instructor. His name is Zhu Zhidong. Dong? X-U-X-I-A-O-D-O-N-G. Zhu Zhidong. The donger. Uh, He is going across China. He lives in China. And he is trying to disprove Chinese fraud martial artists. Is this the guy that beat, beat the fuck out of yeah. the Tai Chi man? And then went on the, he laid low. Because he had to hide because people were yeah. pissed. Because this is all that China had. This is their sport. Yeah. So uh, this footage online shows four Chinese police officers sweeping in and detaining controversial Chinese mixed martial artists. Zhu Zhidong, minutes before his comeback fight Monday against a How crazy is a this? Tai Chi like, master. The government's like, this guy is beating... He's an enemy of the state. Our guys. So yeah. we need to stop him. Yeah. This guy's a rogue fucking he, mixed martial artist. Yeah. He's going to go after Dillman. I, by it's the way, he beat like a 70-year-old man he in that one fight. Them. I them. Which was crazy. It was, I don't, <laughs> he just fucking knocked him out. He might have killed him. The planned event came just weeks after video of Zhu flattening a different Tai Chi master in 12 seconds. By the way, Tai Chi is used for like... It's like relaxation. Yeah, med- you're basically fighting him with meditation. But in China, they claim it's like deadly. Yeah, it's not deadly at they all, They make China. it look deadly? 
You make it look dangerous and relaxing, <laughs> and they look. love it. I uh, got massive backlash and put Zhu into the public eye. He's an outspoken self-promoter. He's claimed that he's on a mission. Dana so White needs to sign this guy. He's and old just, though, but I know, older. but or Bellator and should just have him do freak show fights with uh, in the safety of America. Yeah, and have these freak shows where he's fighting eighty-year-old Tai Chi masters. <laughs> I'd watch. Oh, I would definitely. Uh, Aju is what that's what I'm calling him. Beef Aju. Dong Aju. <laughs> His victory in April was seen as a slap in the face to Chinese culture from a Western-style fighter. They don't Ooh. like the West. Uh, triggering, good word, a heated national debate on the combat effectiveness of Tai Chi, a traditional and performative form of martial arts endorsed by the government. Was this brought up to Mao? Is Mao still the head over there? Uh, I think it's Mao's grandson. Okay. Well, was he like, no. You think that this was just plaguing him for weeks? We have to stop this, man. You know who they should bring in? You want me to hunt somebody? I'll hunt this man down. Seagal. He needs to expose Seagal. Yeah, but no, Seagal is going to hunt him down and kill him. Out for Zhu. And then he's going to get Chinese citizenship. <laughs> Anybody see Zhu? <laughs> By the way, uh, uh, Above the Law 2 is in the works. Thank God. Yeah. About time. Uh, they think skeptics said that Monday's competition was broken up to prevent Zhu from continuing to insult traditional Chinese martial arts. That's why the cops swept in there. Uh, the fight never Do you think happened. the cops were for you? The cops like, what the fuck are we wasting our time doing the, keep stopping this guy? I don't know. Probably. Uh, the, when the fight didn't happen, Zhu later announced on uh, his Chinese social media account. Uh, it's on WeChat, which is their fake Twitter that they control. He said he was censored for the second time, which probably got taken down quickly. Yeah. Uh, Vice News met with Zhu at his gym in Beijing. Uh, look at here, Zhu. I like this guy's style. He's a real showman. Here he is wearing a gladiator mask, and they like subtitle what he's saying. He's like really talking some shit on the oh, mic. It looks like it's made out of cardboard. Yeah, it doesn't look like that great, but he probably can't buy a good gladiator mask in China. Uh, so yeah, there's that uh, real hero out there beating the fuck out of elderly Tai Chi masters. He's uh, doing what? That's from Matt, by the way. Thanks, Matt. He's doing what we all wish we could do: beating the fuck out of elderly Tai Chi. People. He needs to find Dillman. Dillman might be dead. This is uh this is a quick hitter. This is one of Barb's last beauties. Barb's Beauties. Maybe Barb can have a special section where it's called Barb's Beauties. Just one of the week, Barb. Yeah. Are you in? Are you out? Yeah, why don't you send me an email? Tell her that you're <laughs> quitting after all these this years. This was directed to you. It said, uh, this is for O'Neill. Oh wow. You've talked about uh your wedding. You don't really want something conservative. I'm probably just gonna get married down at the courthouse. Want something small? This could be for you. Okay. Um Taco Bell. Wants you to think outside the box. <laughs> Couples can now tie the knot at the flagship Taco Bell in Vegas. Oh, man. Which has a wedding chapel on the second floor. <laughs> uh, Does it have a fire pole you can slide down to go get a Mexican pizza? Into a taco. Yeah, a giant did, taco, did, like double Into a giant fucking vat of beans. <laughs> yeah, why not? Refried that's beans. Honey, that's the honeymoon suite. They have a bath of beans. Eat your way out of it. And there's like eight toilets. You can shit wherever you want. <laughs> uh, here's what it comes with. Your wedding license. Uh, you, you, you get, get a your, chalupa? You have your wedding license in hand. You walk up to the counter. Order a wedding right off the menu. This is real. <laughs> I might do this. <laughs> Go to the register. I might do this. I'll have a, I'll have a chalupa and we're going to take a wedding? Yeah. Do, do you have Choco Tacos? <laughs> oh, and uh, before I forget, need a quick wedding. 
And within four hours, an efficient will meet you at the altar. Within four hours? That's a long that's time. A, what are you, have to sit in Taco Bell? Dude, is this how they're trying to get, like, if you sit in Taco Bell for four hours, you're probably going to order a lot of shit. <laughs> you're going to take a lot of shit. Where, where is this guy coming from? Why does it take four hours? He, he may well, be should dr- he be there? He may be flying in from, like, Utah. Yeah. Couldn't they just have a guy who, like, is on the premises? Say, hey, we need to marry some Why don't people? they have a, a chalupa roller who also is an efficient yeah. who, who's there all the time? Yeah. Hey, Johnny, take a break. Go marry O'Neal and his lady. Oh, uh, hey. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get your food and then wait here for four fucking hours. Yeah, it's a long, you got to cut down the hey, time, Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Come on. You're a fast food joint. You should know. People don't want to wait around. They want to get married. Pizza Hut in Vegas is offering only two-hour wait. Yeah, well, before your pizza's <laughs> done, they promised you to be already married. Papa John's says Peyton Manning will give a, a toast at your wedding. Yeah. Subway. But before, Jared doesn't be a prison. Yeah. This guy, before they even get to the veggies, you're married. Dude, that Chomo Jared gives a quick speech in your honor. Yeah, he'll show up. <laughs> and James, like the guy in The Sopranos when he went to see his daughter married. That guy married to Jeannie. <laughs> Jim, uh, uh, who was that guy? That's, that was like uh, his rival. I know. What was his yeah, name? I forget his name. Uh, something with a J. What do you think? John's John. John uh, Johnny. It was John. 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 Forget his last name. Yeah. Uh, what do you think this costs? Get married? You have to wait four fucking hours? Do you get any food with it? It's uh, You get private reception area, 12-pack of tacos. <laughs> 12-pack of tacos. Cinnabon Delights cake and a sauce packet bouquet for the bride. 80 bucks. Uh, $600. $600? Why don't you just go get married for the justice of the peace? For fifty bucks, and then just go get your own fucking order of forty dollars worth of food. You miss- you wait four hours for six hundred dollars, dude. You're missing the boat no, on I'm, this, I'm dude. Missing the, you don't I'm have missing the, the taco on this. You don't have the great the taco boat. You don't have the great pictures dude, from inside that beautiful taco. Bell. They better have a nacho cheese fountain. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's Taco Bell, the, if you're listening, that's probably the eight hundred dollar package. An unlimited amount of chips. You better have the. 12 tacos. You better have the talking fucking dog there, the Chihuahua. Yokiro Taco Bell. I hope you're not going on your honeymoon right after you eat fucking tacos because you are not going to be fucking. They send you next night. door to Sparrow's for the honeymoon suites upstairs. Oh. <laughs> it. Why don't you go to Schlotsky's? Get married. <laughs> is there any, other than just being an idiot and to have this story, is there any like point of yeah, doing this? You know, because we live in a country where there's probably people who are super fans who are like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, if, if you, even if you met in a Taco Bell, like, is this even worth it? No. For the if lifetime you're in Vegas, of, you got a lot of other better options. The lifetime of having to tell people that you, you can did get this. married by Elvis. You, you don't do a drive through. Yeah. You don't have to go to Taco Bell wait four fucking hours. I still can't wrap my head around four hours for $600. $600? I want to get married right now. That's insane amount of price. How many it's people fucking, have changed their minds? Like, I'm not doing Like, not even, not even not doing it, but like, I'm not marrying this person. <laughs> Never mind in here. Dude. Because you have four hours to think about, like, what am I doing my Probably, life? yeah. If, if this is a, uh, like, a fucking fly-by-night wedding thing, I don't know, man. Plus, also, how, dude, how good is this reception area? If you're drunk and they're, you're, you're drinking that four hours and you're eating this fucking Cinnabon cake and the... The sauces. And yeah, how many people are going to throw up with that right after they say I do I'd from the fucking nasty food? Six out of eight. This is cr- Do they have a picture of it? No. Well, let me see. What's that the, article- is the message from Barb. Like I said it along, I'm going to try to read fast. All right. How uh, many pages is it? It's just an email. Okay. 
it says Barbara O. Hernandez transmitted the following statement via her personal attorney, who is coincidentally a Hebrew school friend of the Danish, Hillel Goldman Fishstein. Begins, Mitsumores, <laughs> secretly in your corazones, which means hearts, if you don't know that. Okay. I think you both know why I must leave the best and funniest podcast in both North and South America. Thank you, Barbara. We're also in Australia and, and other England. countries. And yeah, or in Antarctica. In Thailand. About six months ago, the sound of my biological clock became louder in my ears than a mariachi band. I decided I wanted a comedy <laughs> legend to father a little burrito inside of me. Unfortunately, Stephen Renazizi said that if he allowed me to milk him, he would lose half of his uh, the league fortune in divorce. Jesus. That would make the Alamo seem like a Charo variety show. I had to settle for less. I turned to Steve Simone. Uh, rather than lay with a Mexican le- legend, he uh, wanted it to be a platonic relationship, and uh, they didn't hit it off. Okay. Uh, increasingly desperate, I turned to Ari Shafir, but when he removed his pantalones, which is pants, I caught a glimpse of his hindquarters, Dios mio, which means, oh my God. It looked like, <laughs> this is in Spanish. It looked like abuelos, grandfathers, battered pinata. I went on a few dates with Andrew DeWitt, but he was obsessed with the region of my body that I cannot produce any little ninos, my Latino culo. culo. I contacted John Little. I was disappointed to discover firsthand why they call him Little, mi pequeño, which means very small. How dare, you know what? <laughs> How dare you besmirch. Allegedly. I've seen him in tidy whities when he vein. got out of the ocean turned into see-through. <laughs> that is true, unfortunately. <laughs> Still, because of my extreme desire to have a child of comedy, I was ready, but Johnny disappeared in the bathroom for one and a half hours. The smells he produced in there had me running like a lobo, which is a wolf. I even tried the Bushman uh, when he fed me some soup and started talking about his books. It was as if I magically forgot about my entire mission. The evil spirits came over me, and afterward I needed absolution from Father Juan Gonzalez as well as a lot of gargling with Listerine. I knew Bert Kreischer was out of the question because he would be insecure about someone who looks so much better without a shirt on than he does. Jeez, Barb. a lot of shots. Come what on, is this? Barb. This is... Man. Barb's angry it's on like her way out. Man. Yeah. yeah. Deep down, I always knew what I must do. Many moons ago, Ryan asked me to help him scout out a potential camping site for Shroomfest. You know, I pride myself on never turning down a work assignment, no matter how challenging. We took enough acid to kill my Cuban amigo, Joey Coco Diaz, and laid together next to the Joshua tree. I don't know if this is true. Is I made sweet, sweet amour with Ryan. That's not true. Although at the time I thought I was with Mario Lopez due to the hallucinogenics. <laughs> it was, we do have similar physiques. She said it was muy lindo, which means beautiful. Uh, by the way, my family listens to this podcast, so I'm going to go on the record and say that that didn't happen. Uh, she says, I now fully understand why O'Neill is... my family, I mean my nine-year-old niece. <laughs> What's up? Uh, I won't say her name. Now fully understand why O'Neill is called the ass kicker. Dios mio, muy robusto. It is okay. I will not tell your wonderful fiance about her night of passion. <laughs> By the way, my cousin Roberto Fuente can get you a good deal on a wedding in Guadalajara. So there's that. Thing, if she listens to this, she will have some suspicion <laughs> whether this is true or not. A week or two later, the Danish invited me to have our weekly work meeting in the YMCA jacuzzi, which I what? is not. This is, this is a, these are allegations. <laughs> what? Seeing his shoulders ripped and bulging from his perfect swim form, I could not control myself. We became Uno in that jacuzzi, and nobody seemed to mind. It almost seemed as if the Y has no laws. It was a pleasure <laughs> to be with Jeffrey. I don't appreciate Barb calling me that. By the way. My American soulmate. You know, I know Barb, so. You do know Barb. Uh, her talking about fucking you is just very. Just because we have a, such a plutonic relationship. It's very, very gross. <laughs> it's I, very odd to even. Because we work together. <laughs> I answered his every thrilling oh. request with C, oh, C- Big Poppy. <laughs> Dude, what? 
As you uh, may have already guessed, I am pregnant, and I do not know which of you is the father. You could, you could be the father. You could be the father. Yeah, but it'd be way worse if you were the father. Because <laughs> I work with her so closely. Yeah. I like it this way, like that fun 80s show, My Two Dads. Good shout out, Barb. The Danish is, of course, Paul Reiser in our current situation. Uh, I will watch my little Bebe carefully to see if he has a beautiful swim stroke or if he can do the perfect muscle up on the playground. But ultimately, I do not want to know who the real father is, and I've decided to name the prince after both of you, El Jefe Rodrigo Hernandez. <laughs> Spiritually, I think this comedy love child absorbed the Danish and O'Neill's best qualities. Uh, that is what Father Juan Gonzalez told me anyway, and he will probably be exactly five feet nine inches tall. <laughs> with a little bit of luck. But there's another reason I must leave. I know the podcast aims to be non-political, so I, it can attract horseplay fans from the left and right of the political spectrum, but recently I've become scared that I will be deported back to Mexico. There I will be forced back into the family business by my cruel uncle Hota, who uses me as a ringer in his rigged wet t-shirt competition in Cancun. Oh, man. Those poor American girl tourists on spring break have no idea that they will never beat my double Fs. My personal attorney, Hillel Goldman Fishstein, discovered that I had one Jewish grandparent, the same grandparent of the legendary Louis C.K., who grew up in Mexico with a Jewish father. This means I qualify for the law of return and can legally immigrate to Israel and obtain citizenship for me and my baby. Unfortunately, I had to leave my job as an interior decorator for the Hertz Rent-A-Car on 6728 Reseda Boulevard, Reseda. As you well know, I had so much free time there that I was able to be on the internet and find you the best stories, but I will take this break to... Get back in shape to prepare for my black market breast reduction surgery. I'll need a strong and flexible back to carry uh, the baby. Study Hebrew, but also Hindi to prepare for a lifelong goal starring in a Bollywood movie. Actually, maybe I should postpone my breast reduction surgery until I achieve this goal. What do you think? Raise my beautiful burrito in the image of his two amazing fathers, the Danish and O'Neill. Everybody knows I've been a moderator of this podcast for the first hundred episodes, but I will now let you in on my number one secret. Ladies and gentlemen, you will want to hear this for finding the best stories on the internet. Because things are always slow in Reseda. I spend most of the day surfing Yahoo.com, ladies and gentlemen. Please. They do. Take that in. <laughs> Drink it in. They gather the best stories from our favorite and classiest sites, the New York Post, Huffington Post, and the Daily Mail. So they're, they're just bringing them all to one spot for you. You know what? We don't need Barb anymore. You know why? Because every morning, guess what I read? You're reading Yahoo? Every morning, Yahoo comes to me. On O'Neill, the ass kicker. Are you getting because the good stories? Because I have stories? a Yahoo. Are you scouring it? Yeah, I read it every morning. That's why a lot of these stories I've seen. I <laughs> pretend, Barb, not to know what you're talking about. The truth is, I'm not sure you need old Barb anymore. Like a donkey in Tijuana, I'm worn down and ready for retirement. Your readers have been trained to look for the best support animal, Steven Seagal. <laughs> and bestiality stories by the template I've provided through my backbreaking hard work. You don't Sounds need like Barb wanted to get more into more political and that we were stifling her. Yeah. You don't need to get me anything as a retirement present, but a golden brassiere could be fitting. And please think of me shaking my double Fs and skinny waist every time you hear the Enrique Iglesias classic by, La by uh, Londo. Let the rhythm take you over by Lamos. <laughs> That's a good song. I can never leave me mores high and dry, so I've instructed my niece, Cynthia Despuedes, to replace me if we so desire. What? I will be checking in with periodic updates from the Holy Land with news about our little prince. I already miss you. Muchos besos. Barbara O. Hernandez. I'm done with the Hernandez clan. Really? Yeah. Even Cynthia Despuedes? Yeah. Well, there it is from Barb. I don't know if, it's, if she's in denial and handling the situation like a joke. If you really fucked her, I did not. I did not. I hope you did not. I did not. I hope you didn't. I see Got Barb. real graphic about you two fucking. Yeah. I think maybe... With certain intent, maybe to get to you. I don't know. Um, no, I, I didn't. Uh, 
I don't I don't like big beefers like that anymore. You're done with beefers. I had the biggest beefers that I just <laughs> so I'm done with it. It's not getting much yeah. better. All right. Once you had some big old beefers, sometimes you don't go back to the beefer well. Uh, I think we need to get to this. This was sent to me by a bunch of people. That's all? That's all we're saying about Barb? I mean, thank you for your service, Barb. I, I feel betrayed. Tremendous uh, work. Kind of helped mold the yeah. show. Found us great gems. Barb's Buttes. Thanks, Barb. Uh, but, uh, I have a back supply, so we'll still have some buttes from time to time. We've got enough to last us Barb's still sending them in, so I, it's, so far it that's, doesn't seem that's real. That's where I'm weirded. She's, she's not. She's you know. toying with our emotions. And you might have to just block her. Block her email. We'll see. But uh, thank you for your service, Barb. Dana O'Neill, salute. Oh, if I could play the sound effect, I'd do the O'Neill Award for Valor. Uh, I can't do that, though. Wait, you have the... Uh, you, but it has... Oh, I didn't re- re-record everything. Uh, this is a story I got a lot on the, uh, on the Twitter. Huffington Post, uh, UFC fighter, shits her pants. Oh, I watched it. Justine Kish pooped herself during a UFC strawweight match Sunday. She owned it like a champ. She tweeted, shit happens... Monday, after the video circulated of her leaving excrement on the mat while she struggled during a defeat to Felice Herrig in Oklahoma City. Here's the footage. The Felice Herrig uh, really is the one I feel sorry for because she was like rolling around in it. And she wasn't mad. I would be pissed. You know how your trainers like hug you? You should get their purse. Yeah, if you you get shit on you. Yeah. Uh, Do you know how the trainers come out and hug you and shit? They were all covered in shit. Ugh. I mean, there was... Some good old streakers on that canvas. It was it was disgusting. There was a lot of it. Yeah, and, and, they, and they rolled. They were on the ground rolling around in it, dude. Ugh. I would cut my fucking leg off if I rolled in someone's shit. <laughs> MMA junkie reported that Kish was once within seconds of losing consciousness, which I think is where the duty happened during the bout uh, that went the distance. Too much anal, I think. Lost by decision. And uh, I saw the other fighters said, like, we're friendly, so I didn't really say much about it because if that were me, like, I don't know if I would ever fight again. Yeah, I said. She's she like, was, I'd be beyond humiliated. She said she would be so embarrassed. Ugh. Yoel but, Romero once dutied his pants and Tim Sylvia dutied yeah. his pants. And there's a guy in a minor league who literally crapped his pants, like, on the floor. Just <laughs> shit. Was he, like, like standing up fucking, and just dropped down? Dude, it was all over the map. Ugh. I mean, like, a big load. Bigger than this chick's. I would be... Dude, how oh, especially man. as like a woman, it's like you know, not that it's. I mean, it's bad it's either bad way. Everywhere, Ugh. who I feel the worst for is the person they're fighting. You and I don't have to deal with what about sweat, the poor referee. What about blood? people who have to fight after him? Yeah, that's oh. So that's what I asked. I was actually just talking to somebody about this. I go, do they fucking clean? Like, if you see duty, do they come out there and scrub it, or do you have to literally fight and shit? They need the guy from the John Claude Van Damme classic Bloodsport to get out there. With the, the guy that bites the gold tooth? Yeah, to clean the shit. Dude, if I were fighting another guy, I'd be like, during the, uh, when the ref's giving you things, I'd be like, look, dude, let's stay away from that side because somebody just took a huge dump over there. Please. Duty! <laughs> dude, we got to work on this soundboard. <laughs> Sounds the most low rent thing I've ever heard. It's a free podcast. <laughs> So it's a good uh, deal. Yeah, I would definitely have some sort of an agreement with the other guy. Be like, dude, please, please, let's not fight in that corner. Yeah, you make a gentleman's agreement. Yeah. And if it does go over there, let's like roll Just around. Roll a little, yeah. back. Like, hey, I'll tap you, you tap me. We'll oh. Get the fuck out of there. 
Or yeah. just how about you cordon off that section with some tape, UFC, like, like some caution tape? Yeah, or like, put an orange cone. Yeah, like don't come over here. Yeah, and if you knock the cone, they have to move the fight back. Like <laughs> That's stop not, the fight. I would move it over I would there. have that in my contract. If there's shit an orange cone on the mat, I demand an orange cone. I want a I want a sawhorse put over it. I would actually like them to saw off, like literally cut out that portion. I should put duct tape over it. To it fill it, the hole. Either that or just cones around it. If you step in it, it's your own fault. Yeah, I think they should cover it with a rug. Like I would want a, like an oriental rug put over it. How about this? Special UFC fights where the stipulations are there's a huge pile of either dog or horse shit <laughs> yeah. in the octagon where I you like have to watch your where, to watch where you're yeah. get taken down. There, there's literally landmines but there's shit piles. And if you take a guy down in it it's yeah. extra points. And also cow shit not as bad. Horse shit Probably the least dangerous, but then there's dog shit. This is the worst. And cat shit. Human which is shit disgusting. is bad. Oh, human shit is bad. If you've ever stepped in human shit, which you don't live, if you don't live in a shithole like Los Angeles, maybe you've never had the pleasure of stepping in somebody else's shit on the sidewalk. <laughs> but it is the grossest. It's like, it's like, you throw the shoes stepping away. Stepping on. A giant marshmallow and just squeezing into it. And the smell out of the water is horrific. But I like that fighting style. You know what it's like? Uh, it's like Flash Gordon. You remember the movie Flash Gordon when they yeah. fight on that tilting pa- platform yeah. and then spikes come out and all this other shit. We could call it doo-jitsu when it gets to the yeah. floor. We call it uh, the duty gone. <laughs> and the MMA Chinese guy can... Fight. Yeah, and you can push somebody's face into you it. You can pick it up and throw it like a monkey if that's what you you're should, I don't know if that should be legal. That's Maybe illegal. you can kick it. <laughs> pick it up with your foot and kick it. And throw it. Wait, I mean, right now, oh. I think ratings are down. Could help. Just a suggestion. <laughs> Dude, I've lost interest. I'm with you. Goddamn fucking shit. Let's, uh, this is an Asian-centric show. Let's go to Japan. This Ooh. is quite the story. This is one of Barb's buttes that she's still sending me. You know what? We're not calling them that anymore. This is used to be called Barb's buttes. We're just going to say somebody that used to work here sent this <laughs> Somebody. T- now you're just somebody who used to work here. Somebody. When uh, the spark went out of Masayuki Ozaki's marriage, he found an unusual outlet to plug the vo- romantic void. Plug. Silicone sex doll, he swears, is the love of his life. God damn, another one of these fucking sex doll freaks. Life-size dummy called Mayu shares his bed under the same roof as Izaki's wife and teenage daughter <laughs> in Tokyo. It's <laughs> weird. It's weird phrasing there. An arrangement that triggered angry Rose before a delicate truce was finally declared. Oh, my God. After my wife gave birth, we stopped having sex, and I felt a deep sense of loneliness. 45-year-old physiotherapist told... Why don't you just get divorced, man? Yeah, but it may be, like, different there. I don't know. No, it's the fucking same. You're unhappy. Leave the wedding. Leave the, or leave the wedding. Leave, leave the Taco Bell where you got married at. <laughs> but the moment I saw Mayu in the showroom, it was love at first. Well, this guy actually went to a showroom. Hey, let me show you some different models. Go ahead and fuck that one and tell me how good it feels. He takes his doll on dates in a wheelchair and dresses her in wigs and sexy clothes and jewelry. What a freak. This guy needs to be shot. <laughs> He's got a teenage daughter. Who's worse? The vampires? It's close. It's both of these It's neck and neck. No pun intended. If, yeah. If, if I, we, we must be living in purgatory. Because we got to deal with this second guy. <laughs> Is this always happened or we just are exposed to it now? I think now we're just exposed. We're just, we just it's know been, what happens? I think everyone's just been this shitty it's since crazy. the beginning of time. My uh, my wife was furious when I first brought Mayu oh, home. Oh, what? 
What? That's a yeah, shocker. It is shocking. These days she puts up with it reluctantly. You know what? Why doesn't... You know what? Just move fuck out. This guy... What is the wife to... Wife, take the child. Get the fuck out of the house. Leave. This guy can't be making that much money. Because something tells me no, no job is going to have a guy that's fucking being picked up by his goddamn sex doll is going to pay that much. We said the daughter was teenage, right? Is that, yeah, but fuck. But in this next quote, he says, when my daughter realized it wasn't a giant Barbie doll, she's slow? Yeah, she might be. Well, she, dude, she with this freaked, guy's she, semen, she with this guy's fucking sex dolls, that girl's probably retarded. She freaked out and said it was gross, but now she's old enough to share Mayu's clothes, so I guess she's happy. Oh, oh, he's, oh he's had got it in a while. It. Got it, yeah. He's got it, had when it a while. she was a child, was, so I take that back. I want to do a retraction. Please. Uh, I, I don't think she's retarded. Ozaki is one of an increasing number of Japanese men uh, turning to rubber romance in a country that's lost its mojo, losing their sex uh, vibe. Man, does that mean, you mean the women don't want to fuck them? It was because they're, <laughs> I've seen their pornos. Let's get into it. He also admits to being turned off by human relationships. Swears oh. them off. Oh, you know why? Because they've gotten so into electronics. Dude, we're next. We're next on this. He said Japanese women are cold-hearted uh, while on a seaside stroll with uh, Mayu. They're very selfish. Men want someone to listen to them without grumbling when they get home from work. He doesn't like the fact that his lady's bitching and moaning while he gets home from work. Yeah, well, I got news for you. If you listen to her every once in a while, maybe she'd fuck you, you dumb fuck. Whatever problems I have, Mayu's always there waiting for me. I love her to bits. Oh, what what a selfish cut this guy is. want to be with her forever. I don't want to listen to my wife complain. I bet you complain all the time, you fucking asshole. He just wants he wants someone who won't say Dude, a word. I'm going to go to Japan and clean up. I'll be like, please, bring me your problems. I'll listen. You're the doctor. I'll be sensitive. I'll caress the side of your face. I don't love silicon dolls. And they're like, ooh, I like. <laughs> I, got, I got an American hog you can... Right here. <laughs> Take a ride. It doesn't, is it fucking, you know what? Japanese cocks, they're literally two thirds pubes. Have you seen these fucking guys that's in pornos? Alleged, that's a legend. No, that's the truth. But they're going after two thirds They're pubes. going after small dinky men on purpose. I know, but they're all pubes, dude. There are guys out there with big old Japanese hoggers. Yeah, but they're, big they, they look, roll, they're called uh, rolls. I'm not even talking about dick size. I'm just talking about pube size. The men and women seem to like large pubes in Japan. It's not from good. what I've seen. My friends tell me about. No, it. you can disparage an entire country. They can't come after you. Uh, he says, "I can't imagine going back to a human being. I want to be buried with her and take her to heaven." Yeah, I got news for you. One, there is no heaven. Two, <laughs> you fucking you dumb fuck. What are you gonna do? Be buried with this piece of shit? When aliens find you, they dig you up. This is what they're going to think all humans did. Like, oh, is this fucking rubber doll? You asshole. You're going to ruin it. You're going to ruin history with this place collapsed and the people that come back next and they dig up your ass and you got this fucking dumbass doll with you. They found, they're going to fucking think everyone did it. They found some of those in Egypt in the tombs. Yeah. There were a couple of sex dolls. Uh, around 2,000 of the lifelike dolls, which cost uh, starting at six Gs. Oh. Come with adjustable fingers, removable head what? and genitals. So you can put them in your butt? I think, and like put them around your, <laughs> your dick. dick. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. This guy literally <laughs> wants a dead fish lay. This yeah. is insane. You, you know what? It. You don't deserve a woman. You don't deserve a woman's touch or her warmth or anything because you're a selfish piece of shit who won't listen to a, a woman coming home to talk about her day. Maybe she had a bad day. Can't be there to comfort her? You fucking lifeless sack of shit. He's, uh, so 2,000 of these sell in Japan a year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Technology has come a long way since those nasty inflatable dolls in the 70s, noted Hideo Chu. 
Chuchia. In the 70s? Managing director of Dollmaker Orient Industry. This guy, dude, this is a $12 million a year industry. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah, it definitely should be. <laughs> they look incredibly real now, and it feels like you're touching human skin. More men are buying them because they f- feel they can actually communicate with the dolls. Dude, Japan, you might want to fucking do a countrywide uh, therapy <laughs> session because you are losing the war, and these guys are turning to fucking... They're, they're literally... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Japanese women complain non-fucking-stop. I would say not all of them do. But I have a feeling that the fact that they're so reliant upon technology and probably lost in their phones where they can have and live whatever fantasy life they want without people complaining, that they've grown to have uh, a real issue with having any sort of real relationships, which are always going to be people... People are going to do things you don't like that they do. All the time. Yeah, that's going to be how it is. But that's the beauty of life. Uh, these things are popular with disabled customers and widowers, as well as mannequin fetishists. That's uh, fine. I get disabled. Some men use dolls to avoid heartache. <laughs> Human beings are so demanding, insisted 62-year-old Senji Nakajima, <laughs> who tenderly bathes his rubber girlfriend, Sayori, has framed photos of her on his oh, wall. Oh, you like when I put finger in pussy? He even takes her skiing and surfing. If he I, might surf on top of her. Dude, if I saw this guy and I was skiing, I would ram this guy. Into a tree? Yeah, and then I would fuck his inflatable. Sayori? I would fuck his doll in front of him. Is that, would I, would, is that rape? Might be. I would fucking, I would. But you can't talk. I would tie him up to a tree in the woods <laughs> and I'd be like, watch me fuck this doll you have. Uh, people always want something from you like money or commitment, he complains. This guy's a real whore. <laughs> dude, how? How cunty are the Japanese guys that are doing this? These guys sound like the <laughs> sound like worst. Real, real tough, real strong. Yeah. <laughs> we did that Chinese MMA guy that would come down here and whip the shit out of these fuckers. He said, my heart flutters when I come home to Sayori. Uh, added, uh, he's a married father of two, by the way. Yeah, by the way, your, your kids probably love you, piece of shit. Added uh, as he picnicked with his plastic partner, Sayori. She never betrays me. She makes my worries melt away. Nakajima's relationship with Sayori's divided his family, which is shocking. But the Tokyo-born yeah, businessman refuses to give I, her I up. I am shocked that they're divided and they're not all just against him. You I'm th- shocked that there's actually a few people... Might be money involved. ...who seem that they're on his side. My son accepts it. My daughter can't. Son may be in on it. Yeah, Might so be fucking he her. He probably fucks it. Might be fucking her. The son's probably like a young guy and he's just like, just fucking in the butt constantly. Said Nakajima, whose wife has banned Sayori from even being in the family home. That's a smart woman. I like that lady's style. He said again, that re-echoes the other guy's point, I'll never date a real woman again. They're heartless. He insisted back at his cluttered Tokyo apartment, sandwiched between two dolls from previous dalliances and a headless rubber torso. This guy is living in a fucking apartment. <laughs> The headless doll. Sounds great. Hey, you're living a cool life, dude. Sounds awesome. <laughs> hey, man, how can I be like you? Real women are the pits. Yeah, you're they suck. You win in this yeah. battle, Nakajima. <laughs> <laughs> Who got the last laugh? Nakajima did. He said, recon- she threw him out. Reconciliation with his estranged wife's unlikely, he, uh, he admitted. I wouldn't be able to take a bath with Sayori or snuggle up with her and watch TV, he said, slipping the doll into some racy purple lingerie. I don't want to destroy what I have with her. To me, she's human. Mm. 
Man. He said, uh, while the pillow talks decidedly one way, he believes he's discovered true love, saying I'd never cheat on her, even with a prostitute, because to me, she's human. I like how, of all things, he throws out there a prostitute. I wouldn't even cheat on her. Not even with a prostitute. But you know this guy was banging a ton of hookers before he found this doll. As Japan struggles with a plummeting birth rate, and people aren't fucking here. Growing Man. number of men known as herbivores are turning their backs on love and traditional masculine values for a quiet, uncompetitive life. Wow. <laughs> Dude, we should go there and compete and yeah, beat but people. And Japan's a barometer of what spreads around the world, man. What the, the shit that they have now, then we will have. You and saying, then once we have it, the rest of the world will have it. So you're saying the herbivores are going to be? Yeah, in the US? I'm saying that we, might already be here. We may lived in the in the last great fucking decade. That's what it's going to be known as. Yeah, <laughs> the last great fucking decade. Yeah, seriously. Does that mean for fucking? For fucking. Oh, you just, not fucking. Oh, decade. you weren't saying. Oh, got no, no, it. for fucking. Got it. Yeah, it can be. It can be a little misleading. It is, misleading. but no, the last great fucking revolution, and it may be coming to an end because this is going to come here because men are becoming more emasculated. They're be- they they are becoming. They're not men anymore. A lot of these new kids are not men. Fight against the dying of the light. Yeah. (laughs) Burn. And none of them, because they don't have to put up with shit on social media. They don't have to listen to people complain. So they can just pick and choose what they want. This is this is gonna happen, man. We're 15, 20 years away from this being the U.S. Compete, ladies. Compete, men. You gotta compete. You gotta yeah. get out. Don't you, gotta, you fucking don't give in. You, you're a goddamn Fight. man. Fight it. You know what? Stay women, away from the doll. Put the doll down. Women still like a man. A man's man. Grow a beard. Guy who can fix something. Let Guy your, get his fucking dirt under his fingernails. I can't fix though. I get dirt well, though. You're, 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 you're one generation away. I can't compete. Yes. Put me in a pool and I will compete. You can still win things. I can compete, ladies and gentlemen. No, man. Need some help fixing a We're tire. All... You know what, though? It's just going to be more fucking for the rest of us. Good. More for me and you, <laughs> as Will Ferrell said in Wedding Crashers. Man. In the future, I think more and more guys will choose relationships with dolls, said uh, Yoshi Takahayoto, whose name is whose home is in Aladdin's Cave of Dolls, Kitsch Toys, and Japanese Erotica. This guy's a real yeah, pervert. real pervo. Less stressed and they complain a lot less. These guys really Wait, hate I like how they complain a lot less. No, they don't complain at all. Yeah. That's one way of Why would it. it be less? It's one way of saying it's it. It's zero. They complained zero. Hayoto, a military buff who lives alone, uh, shocking, but has an understanding girlfriend, Jesus, owns more than 10 life size dummies, many of which he dresses in combat uniform to play out wartime fantasies. Wow. Japan has too much time on their hands. Japan is ceased. Yeah, they have way too much time on their hands. He claims to have cut down on doll sex. Uh, oh, he's, he's more crazy. about connecting on an emotional level for me now, said the 43-year-old blogger. Wait, with the doll? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking people. Whose curiosity was peaked at a young age when he found a charred mannequin in the street. So be careful what you're putting in the streets, guys. <laughs> Some charred mannequin just fucking created this fucking mannequin fucker that we see today. Yeah. By the way, I've found mannequins... Never once was I like, I got to fuck this thing. Especially a charred one. I had one, but I got terrible splinters in my dick. Uh, Oh, you're going to the old school wooden one. Uh, People might think I'm weird. Yeah, we do. But it's no different than collecting sports cars. It's a lot Uh, different. It's way different. That's a shot at you. Yeah, it is, dude. As a a man who wants to collect sports cars one day, uh, you, you piece of shit, you are nothing like me. You're nothing. I don't know how much I've spent, but it's cheaper than a Lamborghini. Ooh, you got no, you because, there. You know what? What's a used doll go for on the fucking market, you piece of shit? 
some of these Lambos are appreciating. And you can come in a Lambo more than once. Yeah, I can also go to the grocery store in one. You can go to the grocery store in this and everyone's going to mock you. Future doll users can expect more bang for their buck as researchers work to develop next generation sex bots able to talk, laugh, and even simulate an orgasm. Can you imagine? So you're this fucking nerd who went to engineering school, graduated the top of your That's class. That's your big invention. And now all you're <laughs> doing is wasting your talents on trying to find and make a robot that will fuck you. Hello, you like, like a woman. You like fuck? <laughs> you like fuck action? Me too. <laughs> Can you program the voice a little different? It's on the right track. <laughs> oh, you, yes, I like fuck hard. We should be quality controllers, just pounding these things. Yeah, no thanks. Ah, it's a little too loose. Need tight. Uh, the butthole feels good. Feels all right, but if you go too deep, it smells like rubber. <laughs> anyway, we can get some yeah, shit smell on some, there. By the way, I saw this article on anal, and it was like uh, they're talking about you know how to keep the duty away, but they're like <laughs> some guys like a little bit of. A little bit of, as they called it, my fucking least favorite word, poop on their penis when they pull out. And some guys really get turned on from the smell. I go, what the, who the fuck wrote this <laughs> Who article? are these people? Who wrote this fucking article? Jesus. That's not uh, true, by the way. Back to the first guy, Ozaki, his long-suffering wife, Riho, tries hard to ignore the rubber temptress taunting her from her husband's bedroom. I just get on with the housework. I make dinner, I clean, I do the washing, I choose sleepover sex. This they poor, have a, poor They sound like they have a lady. great what, uh, marriage. This sounds like the most depressing life of all time. Uh, that doesn't sound bad. <laughs> Eat rice, watch my husband, listen to my husband fuck a Yeah, They're in separate doll. bedrooms. There's like nothing going yeah. on. This lady's is... like, I'd rather sleep than fuck you. You disgust me. And these people went on record. These people oh, were yeah. bold enough to go on record. All right. Let's... One last thing. This is quick. Let's go. This is from Frankie. I haven't heard from Frankie in a while. This is, uh, have you heard about Passion Dust? No. It's uh, from the world of that Yanni sex we talked about a while back oh, with Andrew DeWitt. Yeah, I remember that. It's a sparkleized capsule that's inserted into the vagina at least one hour prior to having sex. As the capsules become increasingly warmed and moistened by the natural vaginal fluids, it begins to dissolve Releasing the sparkling candy-flavored passion dust uh, from the capsule. Okay. So it's just like a glowing... What? I, don't, I don't even fucking get what the point of it is. It's just like glowing ooze from your lady's uh, vagina, Davis. Are, have we, are we gotten to the point where like... You're not going to do it? <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> like we... Something's wrong with the world today. <laughs> Fucking was fine for like thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. Now you you got to do something to it. You got to add a little extra something to it. You need all the fixes. What's the fuck? I don't know, man. I think it's fine. People need all the fixes. I don't need fucking dust coming out of the <laughs> pussy to really get a fucking satisfactory feeling. You know, I don't, this is crazy. We're reaching a saturation point where we just, we're, we're adding shit to shit that's fine. We're fixing shit that ain't broke. Pizza's good. You don't need to reinvent it. Yeah. I don't Eat need it. cheese in the crust. You don't need to call it only donkey <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Just have it like it is. I don't... Look, I like pizza. I like... I'll take some deep dish. Yeah, that's fine sometimes. But I don't need anything else. I don't need... Simple uh, is the best, my friend. I don't need cake frosting on my pizza. Simplicity in life... Keep it simple. ...is the ingredients to everything. Keep it simple, stupid. It's the number one ingredient to having a good time. Simplicity. Simplicity. Think of the best times you've had. It was probably just... Had some beer. Fucking a sex doll. And a fucking 
Just a random location. It was you had me, a good time. My sex doll, Maria. That's crazy. We were in the Gulf of Mexico. She drifted off to sea. Who needs party dust to fucking come out of the vagina to for some By the way, uh, commenters said like that would obviously be very bad for someone's vagina. Yeah. What? Yeah. Some sort of foreign fucking whatever it is. We need to fucking put toppings on everything. You know why? We're a culture of toppings. That and I think people are just, uh, it's when we just have too much time and money to think about shit and you know. It's and like, what, once you get to a point where we have everything, you need an economy to keep growing. That's the only way that you can keep capitalism around. You have to keep growing, and what do you do when you have everything? You start making vagina party poppers. <laughs> I mean, this is what And having Taco Bell yeah. weddings. It might just be time for us to fucking collapse everything. The apocalypse. Start is, over. This show is really just reminding me the apocalypse may be near. I hope that in 50 years and we're dead, they dig this up and they're like, all oh, the predictions of the Names of Real podcast were correct. This, this may become a college course. Like, this is what led to the demise of, Guy of Fieri, mankind. Guy Fieri becomes like a Hitler-type leader of the U.S. Who knows? And they're like, these guys, were on, they hated him Seagal, from the get-go. Seagal's is next in command. Like, no, it's Seagal's president and the VP is Guy Fieri. I mean, what could go wrong when Seagal's our number one ambassador to Russia and Dennis Rodman's our number one ambassador to North Korea? <laughs> it all started when Ronald Reagan became president. An actor became president. Looking an actor. At, looking at an actor. Uh, yeah, well, enjoy it, kids. Here's my advice for those young kids out there. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah, just keep the fucking simple. Use a penis and a vagina. Use your mouth. Your fingers. You can use the butt occasionally if you want. Don't overuse it, though. Your fist. Don't overuse the butt. Your fist if you want. Yeah. yeah. She'll be shitting on that UFC mat if you overuse yeah. it. Yeah. For the ladies, don't let them overuse the butt. No. It's for special occasions. And if things get boring, I don't know, try a fucking role play or yeah. something. You don't, or have maybe go, you don't have to go to extra, you don't have to bring in extracurricular fucking dolls. You have to be carrot top, bringing props yeah. to the bedroom. You don't need prop fucking. No. I like prop-free fucking. Yeah, or just leave. No socks. Or just move on. Do you leave your socks on? I have. I don't usually. I like the, Without the socks off, I don't feel naked. Oh, really? I have. Sometimes I go, I'm leaving the socks Sometimes on. Sometimes I go high tops on to feel like a porn star. Sometimes I go uh, ski socks that go up to my knees. It's uh, like a school girl. Thick. No, but, the, but they're skis. It's like clearly like a, a ski sock. Like a ski boy. Yeah. <laughs> a long ski sock. Man, uh, what a troubling time. We got vampires. We got yeah. It's a lot going on out the there. The good news is that there are still people out there. I'm gonna say a majority people. People who need people. <laughs> those people don't need. Last guy didn't need people. He hated people. Oh, what about the beef cannons? Oh, uh, oh fuck! I had a couple of things. Yeah, let's get to O'Neill's mailbag as we wrap up here. Uh, here's a nice little email from uh, from Nate. Long-time listener, long-time uh, emailer. He said, uh, best podcast. Finally got done with episode 100. Thank this, you, Nate. He had a few comments, though. First, I want to say that you guys are by far the funniest podcast. I've turned my brother oh, come and on, a few Nate. others come onto on. it. Come on. They all agree it's barring on the most consistently funny podcast. Get out of here, but please go on. He's, <laughs> he's like... Uh, what's crazy is I think DeWitt is right up there too. <laughs> yeah, I do too. You got to check out Boner City. Yeah, it's a great podcast. Uh, maybe he has already. 
Um, Check out Tad's. He's like, now that I'm writing this, I realize I don't really have much else to say. Okay. (laughs) Other than I just want to tell you all that. Uh, Although, if you can give my brother, Zach, his last name is Bulling. The Bull. A shout out. This is Nate. Bull. And uh, well wish. The Bulling brother. With his move. He'd really make his year. All right, man. Hey, Zach. Good luck with the move. Yeah. Get those boxes, man. Get a U-Haul if you need it. I hope engaged life is treating you right. Well, it's treating me exactly the same as it treated me the first five years, but I appreciate you asking. And I also hope I'm going to be, you're going to be making some shirts. Well, we are. Yeah. Get those Uh, logos Oh, he said he's going to be making us some shirts. Get the logo. Send them to the comedy store. Yeah, if you have a logo, please. He said, uh, give my love to the Danish. Thank you. Love back. Nate Bulling, dude. Quick shout out for me. Happy 40th birthday to Mark. Self-proclaimed biggest fan of Newcastle upon Tyne in England. I don't know what that means, but uh, happy 40th birthday, Mark. Uh, here's the beef cannons. Haven't got one of these in a while, and it was a nice little... I like that they're not coming all the time, but every once in a while, I let's, do enjoy a quick pick. Uh, this is from Sean, yeah. and he sent a story about lawyers say dominatrix turned sheriff's officers face double, faces double standard. Uh, we'll have to investigate that next time, but uh, just a, a very lovely young lady. In the bathroom. Very nice. And here's some beefers. Some pierced beefers. Those are those are bruised beefers. Above the nipple. You got aggressive. I think it's just a vein. Oh. It might just be a vein. Uh, but thank you for those beefers, Sean. It was a nice surprise. And uh, we've got a couple other uh, things that we need to get to on this email that I'm going to bring up. Also, uh, Eric, longtime uh, sender of uh, Chicks with Dicks picks. Oh, I remember this guy. Uh, he said, dude, can you go to the Y with him and check on his swim stroke? He wants to know if you are a big splasher. I, uh, I have a story about that we'll get to on next episode. Uh, he said... Uh, I, had, I had a run in. Another run in. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he said 100, 100 rocked. Can't wait for the next 400 shows. All right. Can't wait to give them to you. Quick for me. Happy birthday to Belated to Michael. He was 30th birthday. It was June 25th when we recorded our 100th episode. He shares the same birthday as Matumbo. Oh, that's a great birthday to have. Happy birthday, Michael. Michael? Is our, that Michael? Paul the Dean's Michael? Yeah, he's 30. Michael? Our biggest fan in Denmark uh, wants a shout-out for his BFF, Anders Willem Jensen. So, uh, Whoa. What's up, Anders Willem Jensen? I like that triple name. That's a triple threat. And uh, I'll get to uh, Danish on Horror next episode. I took a recommendation from listener Devin. What'd you and, watch? Uh, it Follows? He, uh, he had a joke on me. It Follows? Yeah. You hated it. Didn't hate it, but I didn't enjoy it. I knew you. Did I not tell you it follows? Did I have this conversation with you? I don't know if you did. I yeah, I said you you're not going to like it follows. Did you? I liked it. It's kind of slow, I thought. Yeah, that's how it is. But then I asked Devin if he was fucking with me, and he said he was. Yeah, you're not going to buy into that. I could have. T- I, th- I thought I told. Did I? Did we have this conversation? I don't think we did. Scary. Oh, maybe I saw. He recommended it on Twitter, right? But it was a joke. Oh, I actually turned to Abby. I go, some guy just recommended it follows the Jeff. And she goes, oh, he's going to hate it. I go, yeah, I know. <laughs> Scariest two things for me were there was a girl who openly farted in front of a guy in the beginning. And then uh, there was a girl going in water quite a bit with a cast on, which I found yeah. frightening. It's, it's going to smell. It's going to ruin that cast. And it's going to smell like <laughs> it's gonna shit. It's going to ruin the plaster. Um, yeah, you're, you're, I, just, uh, I, I was, enjoyed it. It was I, long. I, it's like I'm an hour. Not a huge. Hour and 40. Yeah, I mean, that's not a long movie. But to me, it felt long. But uh, you, Yeah, you're not going to buy into that concept. It, just, like, it was just a lot of meandering, I felt, in the plot. I yeah. liked how it looked and like, the 80s feel and vibe. But uh, yeah, I just didn't... I liked that it, 
it, the movie is, if you don't know, you get, uh, if you fuck, you get this STD, or you can. Basically. It's basically like a curse that's transmitted through sexual content. And then like very content. slow-moving zombies try to track you They're down to kill you. They're not zombies. They're like these Ghosts, figures that yeah. come in the formation of maybe a loved one, maybe a stranger. One guy you never porked know where his own come. mother when she came. Because his mom came to him and they, she fucked him to death. She didn't fuck him. Yeah, she did. There's a scene where the guy goes, Mom, and she opens the door, boobies are out, yeah. she straddled him, and then fucked him. And she kills him. He, he fuck, she was on top of him, riding him. Yeah, pounding his fucking head yeah, in. Pounding his dick. No. Yes. No. That's not what well, happened. I've seen the movie twice. Agree to disagree. That's I saw it eight times. That's not what happened. <laughs> I, I like the fucking guy on the roof, the naked guy on the roof. A lot of nudity in it. Yeah. Not as much fucking as you would think. There were some fucks. Some boobies. Yeah. Um... I like, though, like, when you get it, your mission is to fuck somebody else because then they you take keep, the responsibility. Yeah, you keep spreading it. But the responsibility goes off of you, but if that person dies, it goes back to you. Exactly. So you have to keep pounding. No. You just have to make sure that person keeps pounding. Yeah. All you have to do is make sure that person pounds. You just pounds. need the pound chain to It's continue. a pyramid scheme of curses. And fucking. So you need a lot of people under you in order to get any reward out of it. So if you're out there, just keep on pounding. If you take anything from It Follows, yeah, never stop. Fighting. I think you're gonna have a real problem with horror movies, my friend. But you, I mean, you thought that was like a legit. Like, what would you give it a grade wise? I give it like a B. Yeah, it, yeah, I didn't didn't enjoy it that Probably much. Maybe a B. When I first saw it, I thought it was cool. I enjoyed it. It had some good moments. I mean, the problem is you haven't been you haven't been exposed to really bad horror. Horror is a difficult thing to pull off, just yeah, like a good comedy. For sure. So when you have something that even comes close, you're like, oh, that was a good movie. Because I've seen some real horse shit. Yeah, maybe I need to see the horse shit. Also, it's low budget, man. You got to take into account, like, they're doing the best they can with a lot of that shit. No, I, and I commend, that's why I don't want to be overly, commend, you know, I know how hard it's even to write a movie. Never mind, make. Yeah, I think that, together, I think there were some holes, definitely. But overall, I usually rate a horror movie by, like, the moments if I buy into it, you know, things like that. But uh, a lot of horror movies fall apart by the end. But uh, I don't make I them was... like Shocker anymore. Yeah, that was a terrible movie. <laughs> Lawnmower Man. That was a Stephen King. People Under the Stairs. I like People Under the Stairs. Saw that as a, I think I saw that in the theater, to be honest. I don't even consider that really a horror movie because it wasn't really more of like that a thriller. Bad. Yeah, it wasn't really. Yeah, it was a very odd concept. That guy with his tongue cut off. I don't remember if the tongue was cut off. And yeah, you, I it. Yeah, I don't. Uh, especially if you go back to watch older horror movies, you're definitely not gonna like. So you say you go to watch like Italian horror. Uh, there's a lot of guys that do nothing. That like they have zero plot. It's just cinematic. The cinematography is amazing. The scores are amazing. And they have some really great scenes. But there's literally like... Like if you watch Suspiria, it's not much for plot. I know I haven't seen it. But it's amazing. I know you haven't seen it. I know know what movies you've seen. One of the scariest movies to me is Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. What if that happened to you? Yeah. Somebody just kept you alive. Yeah. And they're making me do crazy shit. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you're ever going to warm to this horse uh, thing. We'll see. I'll keep trying. And Devin, good trick. But I have trick too, as as El Guapo once said in three weeks. I don't, I don't know if you're going to. I don't know this horse for you. I got to be honest. With you. 
That's literally one of the better horror movies of that year. There are some really low... Now, when you get into like real... like I watched one last night called Wakewood. Was that two nights ago? Whatever it was. Wakewood. This thing's ultra low fucking budget. And, but it had some great moments. I heard the actors good. were paid in horse pubes. No, one of the actors is the guy from Game of Thrones. Tyrion? Yeah. No, who's the guy that... Uh, have you watched it? I've read the book. No. Well, he's the guy that brings the daughter. He's the guy who's oh, making the all the deals. Yeah, the uncle guy. The guy that plays that was in this movie. Before he was on Game of Thrones, I believe. But uh, I, did, I wrote up a list of movies that you should watch. All of them I think you're going to hate. Well, I'll check them out. <laughs> all right. Let's get, of, let's get out of here. Danish O'Neill, Danish and O'Neill. Your empty hearts, they will steal. Anybody seen Richie? All right, we got to work on this sound. <laughs> <laughs>